Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome. On this, the NBA has their draft tonight, Thursday, June 22nd, 2023. This sports program starts now. Sports are happening as a draft tonight. Dreams are going to be made as this evening is announced that they have made it into the professional basketball league. Now, oh, yeah. some of these people that will be drafted in the NBA, we won't see for years or maybe ever. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is certainly a different draft than the NFL or any of the other drafts that take place. But tonight, we might witness the dawning of a new day for the NBA, and the name is Wembenyama. Hell yeah. Um, we were saying seven foot four yesterday. That's wrong. He's seven foot fucking five. Oh, okay. We were shorting him an inch. Who's going to number two? Well, Brandon Miller, the... Alabama. Alabama. Uh, shooter. Yeah. Basketball shooter. Uh-huh. Yeah, basketball shooter. Yeah. Basketball shooter yep. out of Alabama. Before They're saying that people are liking him more than Scoop because he's a proven shooter already. Yeah, yeah. Scoot's going to have to work on that thing. He's allegedly going to go number two. Then Scoot. There's potentially some big names that are going to be traded. You hear a lot of players opting out of player option deals before mm-hmm. this particular draft. There's a lot going on in the NBA. And hopefully... Sham Sharania will tell us all about it in about 17 minutes. Okay, Shami. Shams is back on today. Can't wait to chat with him to hear what he's hearing because he is plugged. Yeah. And he is in. In draft day, there's a lot of uh, contractual news that takes place. There's trading that takes place. And obviously, there's drafting taking place. This is the NBA's big day. It's the insider Super Bowl for the NBA. Sham Sharania is on today. We can't wait to talk to him. Here you go, Shams. We had a big perk in the third hour, obviously. NBA legend and ESPN star. Race. A little yeah, bit. Noted. We've well, talked to him about it numerous uh-huh. times. Every yep. time we have talked to him, we have told him, we understand that we don't you forget. view this entire thing. We understand what you got going on. Has given us great conversations. Excited to hear his thoughts on these prospects coming into the men's league. Yeah. You know, because I understand everybody can be very good at, at different levels. And then whenever you get to the men's league, things change. You got money in your pocket. Mm-hmm. You got distractions. Right. You got OnlyFans. Yeah. You got the city of Dallas. Bingo. You know, the Pelicans kind of going through that, yeah. that whole thing right now. Not They're not the only ones. There's a lot of distractions out there. There's a little bit more free time. There's a lot more responsibility. And also, the level of competition is not just great it's great from your year and the past 10 years and if LeBron's still playing the past 25 years of all the greats some people don't pan out why will these guys pan out in the men's league park Hmm. you know yeah, of course. Tell us does. about two oh five, and then one o'clock hour. We got Kirk Herbstreit joining us. Hell yeah, Kirk Herbstreit, obviously with college football around the corner uh-huh. and NFL football, which is seventy seven days away. Hell yeah, exactly eleven weeks. Hell yeah, come on, come on, we can do that. Yes, we can. Yeah, eleven times five. 55. 11 times 6. 66. 11 times 7. 77. That's how many days we have until the NFL kicks off, and I cannot wait for it. Herbie's got a voice in the NFL. Yeah, He's got a voice in college. What? And also, baseball, he is the fan yeah. of the Reds right now, going yeah. to bat on the internet, talking about these reporters fucking pipe down yeah. about what's going on with our Cincinnati Red Legs. Can't wait to chat with him. Also, your phone calls on the 5 Energy phone line, one 833 432 Yep. 1-8-3-3-4. Damn, I almost forget that one every single time. It's tough. It's, yeah. 432 We actually selected that number to be our number. And the numbering itself, not the easiest, especially, no. you know, back in the day, T9. Yep. We would have done 366. I mean, that would have sure, been sure, sure, sure. very, very quick. Mm-hmm. But now that you got to, I, I have to look at the phone while I'm saying that number in my head. one 833 You can join us. We can't wait to chat with you. The Toxic Table is here at Ty Schmidt wearing all gray. You look great. Oh, oh. thank you. Hey, no nice. problem. And next to him, the man who has a brand new helmet as of yesterday. Yeah. The mullet rocking. Boston Connor, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. You know Boston. what? You, you mentioned it. 
thank you this morning for your help with the hair. I'm still trying to figure out and learn the ways, and this wasn't the first time you've told me what to do, but you really kind of show me the way this morning, so I appreciate that blow dryer. Yes. Some, You're going to have to use a blow dryer on that thing. spray of some sorts, Listen, what it's called. There is different brands, obviously, yeah. of hair product and style. Of course. There is different hairs that people have. Mm-hmm. Sure. Our hairs are similar. Yep. Yeah, we have very similar hair. Irish. And if you, I, I assume that is a part of it. But if you want that song bitch to sit up with the way our hair is, yeah. you're going to have to add a little bit of warmed uh, mm-hmm. hair in that thing. Mm-hmm. That's right. And you, know, you don't want to do that. No, not at all. When I got to the stage of life where I almost you know, started traveling with like a blow dryer, I was like, yeah. what am I doing? Get the fuck out of here, dude. Can't do this. But then it's like literally three minutes of your time. And it's like, yeah. all right. That was easy because yep. normally our hair takes a long time to dry. Yep, and when it does, it is terrible. Mm-hmm. You're looking amazing, though. I appreciate that. Yeah, I feel like I do have a good lay of the land. And you mentioned the products. I I bought two hair products. <gasps> Turns out I bought the wrong ones, unfortunately. Okay. But now we've we're, we're learning from it. You know, that was yesterday. Today we're a little better. You know, I'll bring in my hopefully my hair dryer tomorrow. We'll see if I remember. I, I will. I promise. But I already ordered some of the spray stuff. Got some dry shampoo, dry. Oh, yeah. Hey, heavy is the head, literally, in this particular. Yeah, true. Okay, a lot of responsibility on that thing. That could be a state fair winning mullet. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I'm going for, too. I, I'm building towards something. You know, I remember last year who won the mullet championship in Indiana. Don't remember her name, but it was a fantastic mullet. Maybe I add a little color to it. I have a lot of options to do now. I could add a braid in the back. Who knows what I'm going to do? Well, yeah, you're going to have to dress yeah. it up, dress it down. Exactly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. take it all around. Uh-huh. I think you're well on your way, though. That photo that Bill took of it yesterday that you posted, pretty majestic looking fucking thing. Yeah, it looked great. Bill did. Uh, capture going today looks better though. As long how as many we, years? How many years have we grow, grown? It's like two uh, years of growing. Isn't it? Yeah, I want to say like twenty-two months. Like we're about to be on the anniversary of the initial haircut. Wow! So it's been a long journey. Glad to be here. Yeah, we're proud of you, buddy. Yeah. We are very proud of you. One half of the hammer, Don. Cowboys Tone Diggs is here. Proud of you, too. We still winning uh, bets on Hammer Don? Yes, 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 yes. It was very hot the last few days. Yeah, yesterday was a CSC. Um, mm. But, you know. Okay. Does any of that matter when Tom Barrasso's getting, going to the NHL Hall of Fame? That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, those who had, did not see this news, which is, I would assume, every human watching and listening to the show right now, Tommy Barrasso's going into the Hockey Hall of Fame. He's noted, famous, Paisano goalie for the Pittsburgh yep. Penguins back in the day when we used to rule the roost. Whenever we used to take the Detroit Red Wings right out back nice. and everybody would grab exactly. a stick and beat them right in the back of the neck like Tyreek Hill yep. allegedly did to that marina worker. Oh. Congrats to this guy, but there's a reason no one's this ever guy. heard of him. Come on now. Whoa. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. 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 Easy. Did anyone in the studio aside from Pat Diggs and Nick know who this guy was? Tommy Barrasso. He's no dumb. Dominic Hoshik, Chris Osgood. I could go He's down the list. He's the same famous, pal. Right? He starred in a feature film, okay? Yeah. The igloo was going to be blown up, and he saved it. Boom. Yeah. That's Tommy Barrasso. What He's film was up. that? It was with Face oh, You know, I'm not oh, going to Sudden death, you piece of shit, Fox. Gotcha. Gotcha, I don't even like Tom Barrasso. Now I have to defend him because you're such a prick. See, look at that. You guys don't even like him. Why don't we like him? I would like to know why we don't like him. He's a massive asshole. He's not a nice dude. That's what it takes sometimes to be a good goalie. So is Jordan. That's what they say about him. Sue You say that I'm an asshole. Well, I say you never want anything. You know what I mean? That's a Tommy Barrasso. Yes. 
You would. <laughs> From his mouth, he said that. I didn't know that. Maybe that's why Tommy Brasso isn't known then. You know, Tommy Brasso was a guy who used to stand on his head on the ice. Yeah. yeah. Every single oh, night. Oh, don't get me wrong. Great goalie. Won two cups. One of the greatest born Amer- exactly. American-born goaltenders of all time. Just not a, not a nice guy. Not known yeah. as a nice guy, huh? Not all a nice right. guy to the puck, maybe. But every exactly. time I've run into him, he's been a great guy. Uh, Adam Pac-Man Jones is here. Absolute yeah. legend. We appreciate you, Pac, driving over every single day uh, for the last few months. You've been a great addition to the program, Pac. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's been fun, too, man. I'm enjoying it. You've been good energy. That's and let good. me, like, the thing that I think has been so cool about you, like, yesterday Ulysses was here, so that's awesome. Weapon. Yeah. Now, not everybody needs to be welcomed into the Thunderdome. Ulysses, though, uh-huh. certainly deserves a seat at the table. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. He was fantastic. But the humans that you know, in the way, like, everybody views you has been, like, a really cool thing to watch as somebody that's known you for a very long time. You're very well respected by a lot of motherfuckers, Pack. That's, hey, job well done by you. Hell yeah, boy, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Job well done by you. And I think we're going to have a conversation about that particular subject here in a little bit. But joining us now, 10 minutes early, Amano has some breaking news. Oh. The insider for the stadium, the athletic, and FanDuel TV. Tonight, he'll be doing an NBA draft watch along with the stadium. Ladies and gentlemen, Shams Sharania. Shams, we can't wait to watch you tonight during the NBA draft. You're coming on early. That means something's popping off. What's going on, Shams? Yeah, I mean, listen, Pat, I think the big discussion, we know Victor Womanyama is going one, but the big decision is Charlotte at number two. What are they going to do with that number two pick? They've been torn, Pat. They have brought in Scoot Henderson, Brandon Miller, back to Charlotte on Monday for Michael Jordan. He met with them. Uh, they had another, uh, one of the incoming owners, Rick Schnall, he was also there. So they, they met with Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller was great in the workout. Um, but from what I'm hearing, from what I'm told, what sources are telling me right now, Scoot Henderson is gaining serious momentum at number two, to go number two to the Hornets tonight in the draft. And they've been – it's really been 50-50 in all these days. As, as close of a, of a selection as you're going to get, a close, a close enough race as you're going to get, and the Hornets do have meetings coming up in the next several hours where I think they're going to settle in on a decision potentially, or this could go right up until the clock tonight, at, you know, shortly after 8 p.m. But as of right now, the guy that's gained momentum over the last 24 hours, and he, he he's he's a guy that the Hornets view as a tone setter, a culture shifter. You think about that that lineup, that organization, they need someone with, with a high level of professionalism, someone that um, is really devoted. And everything you hear about Scoot Henderson – what, what do you guys say? He's a dog. Dog. Yeah, he also, he's played in the G League two years. That's NBA basketball against, like, NBA-type talent. I just assume, naturally, that a team would want a guy that we know if he's going to be able to transition or not. Now, Brandon Miller, obviously, incredible shooter of a basketball. Yeah, right. And they were saying that was the advantage over Scoot, although he could potentially develop that in his game. A lot of people were able to do that over the years. So, right now, you're saying Scoot is the leading candidate for the number two overall, but that might change before draft time because they're conflicted. That was not what the books were just saying literally five minutes ago. Brandon Miller was the guy going number two in a sports book size just moments ago before what you said what you said there this is going to have a little bit of a rippling effect through sports and i saw tone literally as you were talking (laughs) pulled his phone out connor over here as Mm -hmm. you were talking pulled his phone out this is shams bomb here at 12 13 eastern standard time day of the nba draft 2023 shams you're the fucking man these these things these things are always subject to change but i mean listen People that I trust here in the last 24 hours, they, they've literally, the horns have been torn. This is this is a big decision for this franchise. But I think when you look at Scoot Henderson, the one thing that I hear, when he walks into a gym, when he walks into a workout, you can tell the aura changes. He He's just this ultra-competitive 
ultra focused player. There's there's no gimmicks, no games with him. He's all about the business. And I think when you look at this Hornets organization, this is a young team that they have here. LaMelo Ball, Miles Bridges, who's going to be back. Uh, P.J. Washington. Uh, Miles Bridges could be back as a free agent. P.J. Washington could be back as a free agent. Um, they've got Terry Rozier, their vet. Um, I, I think, um, you know, Gordon Hayward, he's a vet. But they Gordon need, Hayward. you know, yeah. for, for a young player to be coming in, oh, yeah. established, you, you know, Scoot Henderson has all the traits potentially there. And I think they view him and LaMelo Ball actually as, as a dynamic pair. Not from here. Absolute dog. Um, whenever we talk about the Charlotte Hornets making this pick, that was not being discussed like a week ago by you and everybody else because there was a potential trade of either Zion was the first announcement that you came on the show. You were like, maybe Brandon Ingram if they're looking to get Scoot in there. So that trade obviously not taking place. Is there going to be trades today for big-name players, you think, to maybe move up to number three now that Brandon Miller is potentially going to be available? It's. I don't know if we're going to see that type of a trade because it, it's going to take a like it's going to take a lot to get you know a top two or three pick in in this year's draft, um, and so I think listen Portland is the one team because of Damian Lillard because of the factor they know that they have to improve this team they know that that number three pick has to be for sale has to be in discussions so listen if if Scoot does indeed go number two at that point at number three you're looking at Brandon Miller. Another guy to keep an eye on, guys, Amen Thompson. One of the Thompson twins played for OTE. He had a very strong workout, from what I'm told, in Portland. And I, I'm not saying that they will go with him over Brandon Miller if he's there at three, but I, I know Amen Thompson, he made an impression on them. And if there can be a, a wrench in this whole draft and, and a team that just picks a guy out of nowhere, Amen Thompson could be that type of a player um, in, in this draft because he's had some, some good workouts. But I think overall – um, I think Portland's going to listen, uh, but without Scoot being on the board at three, if Scoot indeed goes two, I mean, Charlotte, Norland's conversations to move up have to be with Charlotte. And from what I'm told, I don't think they're in a position right now where Zion will be the fit. I think they would look at Ingram, but they are in the last 24 hours really locking in on on um, on Scoot. Okay, that's big news. And on one of the sports books, FanDuel, the number two overall pick to bet on has been locked. Wow. We do not know about DraftKings, Caesars, MGM, points bet. What? what? Uh, bet 365. Rivers and... bet or any of the other ones. But we do know it has been locked up on the sports book that this man is one of the NBA insiders for who just broke the Scoot Henderson leaning heavily at the number two overall pick news. Let's talk about another team that has been in the news, especially overnight. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Shams, obviously yesterday the Brogdon trade with Porzingis kind of falls apart because of injury, I, I guess, and now he's untradeable is what we're hearing on the TV at least. What happened there? How did they end up you know, moving to smart and get a couple first-round picks back? And do you think the Celtics are another team that will probably make some noise tonight? Yeah, the, the Celtics wanted to get rid of their guard glut. They had to trade one of the guards. So whether it was going to be Malcolm Brogdon um, or Marcus Smart, they looked at some Derek White options, but it was really down to those two. And and they, they really wanted to get that Clippers deal done. And complications with those conversations uh, with the Clippers. The Clippers ultimately, at the end of the day, however you want to phrase it, they essentially backed out of that deal, that three-team deal. And that forced Boston to have to look at other options. And at that point, there just has not been – that level of interest in Malcolm Brogdon. If they're going to trade Malcolm, I, I think they can still trade Malcolm Brogdon. I, I Sixth man of the year. I would, not, okay. I would not close the door on trading Malcolm Brogdon. They got two first-round picks back. They have some other assets uh, as well. They, they can find a home for Malcolm Brogdon with the assets that they have tonight, tomorrow, et cetera. We'll see if they'll be able to do it. But I, 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 wouldn't, I would not close the, 
close the door on that. But once that deal fell through, it, as tough as it was, I heard there was a lot of there was heavy emotion in Boston last night after trading uh, Marcus Smart. And so you know you make a decision like that, you're gonna you're gonna have some some tears. This is a guy that spent nine years there, blood, sweat, and tears in in Boston. There were some highs, there were some lows, there were some. I was in the bubble in 2020. Him and Marcus Smart, uh, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, almost getting into a fight in the locker room. Like they went through the highs, the lows there, and now that chapter being over. I mean, it's it's kind of a moving on of, of an era there. Let's talk about the next chapter, Porzingis. Was there a big market for Porzingis? Because this name kind of came out of nowhere, I think, to me yep. as casual basketball fan. I know what was projected of Porzingis when he came into the NBA. I know that it hasn't necessarily, in my, I don't know if it has or not. I think he gets hurt. I think he maybe Traded. has everything. But last year, they're saying was his best year. Porzingis in, oh, what do you got? Uh-oh, <laughs> Not yet, not yet. Ooh, you told yeah. you were wrong? No, you told you were right? Or, or, or? Oh, no, 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 no. Just want to let I'm, you know. I'm, I'm Just want to let you know, I'm feel, Shams. I'm, I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling confident. Uh, you know how they say, like, um, you know, for instance, I don't want to call anybody out, but whenever insiders say, I got big news, I got big news, I got big news. Yes. And then it's not big news. Sure. It's like, oh, that's a tough day for insiders. Yeah. Remember that one specifically. Yeah, and it's yeah. hard not to just think about that every single time the person says, like, hey, I got news or whatever. Bingo. The, the Shams bomb that just dropped? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, baby. Number two overall, Scoot Henderson was. He was, he was the second favorite. He was, he was plus 135. And now he is. Minus, well, it just moved to minus 900. Minus Damn. 900. Wow. Hey, Shots! That bomb has Look at you, Shots! I don't understand any of that and any anything you just said. I'm I'm literally just facts only, baby. That's it. So That's here it. is here is what that means. It means if you were to bet a hundred dollars on Scoot to be the number two overall pick about what uh, four minutes ago before you started talking, you'd win 135 bucks. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. You won 135 bucks on the other side. Here we go. You know, 235 dollar payout. If you were to bet a hundred dollars now at minus nine hundred, you get back what a hundred and. Uh, yeah, nine dollars. Yeah, yeah, hundred nine bucks. You just bet nine hundred to win a hundred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so one hundred like nine bucks is what you're getting back. So you just swung that. I mean, two hundred thirty down to one hundred nine. You just that's on a hundred dollar bet. That's you just fuck. Hey, boom! Hell yeah! Look at you, Shams. Ah, I, can, I, can, I, can, I can't. I can't. I can't do what you just did. But no, I mean, I mean, listen. Th- this is. It, it's at a place now. It's the day of the draft. They, the, the Hornets have had weeks and weeks and weeks with this decision. And and at the end of the day, like they've literally been 50-50 every single day. Like it, they've been torn. And I think the last, like I said, the last eighteen hours or so, they, they there's been a lot more discussions around Scoot in in those Hornets offices. Okay, so every sports book has moved that thing mightily, yep. mightily quick. Shams, don't be scared today. At some point, to go ahead and take that handsome face, look in that hotel mirror. Say, I tell you what, you used to talk about lunch and mm-hmm. everything else. Oatmeal. Now you're just fucking swinging the entire thing. You know how many millions and millions of dollars just. Oh, yeah. So many. Shams, you're a fucking dog, dog. dude. Proud of you, man. Let's go, Shams. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Facts only. Work on it. Mm-hmm. Work on what we're doing. Ty has a question for you. Yeah, Shams, you mentioned Portland with the, uh, the third pick, listening to a bunch of people. Dame Lillard has been very, very outspoken, saying like, "Hey, I don't want to. Pl- I don't want to be a part of a youth movement. I want to play with established veterans." Does that lead us to believe if they do hold on to the third pick and they don't trade that for someone and they do draft a guy like Brandon Miller, like, is that the end of Dame in Portland? Is he leaving? 
I, I I believe if Portland picks at three, keeps the third pick. Now listen, they can keep they, they can draft at three and then they can use the rest of the night to try to make a trade. Like I would not rule that out either. Like if you're drafting at three, let's whoever it is, if if, if Brandon Miller, Scoot Henderson, Amen Thompson, you can draft at that pick and then as the night goes on, you can still scour the market for potential trades. I mean, that's a possibility. But let's let's say draft night comes and goes, there's no trade. The next few days comes and go, there's no trade. And there's really no trade in sight. Uh, to me, the clock really starts for Damian Lillard right before free agency, right as free agency starts. Kind of similar to what happened with Kevin Durant last summer where he asked out. That that was a point where you know there's going to be movement. Teams have money. Teams have roster decisions they make before they go out in free agency and make those roster decisions and make signings and, and, and do other trades. Damian Lillard, you know, potentially going to the forefront. So that's really the timeline that I look at. But at the end of the day, this is, good. This is a Damian Lillard decision. I could – but, you know, but pontificate is like, I think it'll go this way, but this is a guy that's been there so long. He's got homes there. He's got property there. He's got his life there. He's got his kids there. He's got his family there. There's a lot of things that tie him to Portland. It, if he does make that decision, it'll be tough for him for sure. But um, I, 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 I do believe he's sincere. Like he wants his team to get better. And if they're not, that's when hard, hard questions are going to begin. Yeah. There's some guys that just fall in love with, you know, like, I, I'm proud to be a part of this organization, yes. live in this community, in this in my neighborhood. I don't know if he has full family or whatever, but, like, this restaurant, I do this. Like, some people's lives are like, this is a perfect life. Like, yeah. I am loving everything about it. It happens in the NFL every once in a while. That's why whenever you hear guys that are, like, on their fourth team in, like, five years, it's like, all right, these guys are able just to kind of just pick yeah. up, go do their thing. It's an interesting thing because the NBA was so superstar-driven with how much money is out there and the ability to move – he is maintained. I am not going anywhere. Yeah. If he was to go somewhere and win immediately, I think a lot of people would be like, this is like Matt Stafford. Yeah. Should have done this five years ago. Right. Okay, there's other places that are awesome too. You go down any, you go down to Miami, you don't think you're going to have a good time down there on Billionaire Island? It's going to be sweet. It's going to be awesome. You're yeah. going to make friends. Yeah. You know, people are going to no be down taxes. there. There's good restaurants. Yeah. You know, the whole thing. But also, love the loyalty. Yeah. Absolutely love the loyalty. We got a couple more questions, Shams. I know you're very busy. Go ahead, Tom. Shams, there's some rumors about uh, rivals of the Clippers thinking they may be willing to move or looking to move Paul George. Is there any truth to that? I, I think the Clippers have had some conversations uh, around what, you know, the potential of, 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 of Paul George. Uh, but, again, I think it's a lot of those picks high up, picks that just aren't are not likely to move, like two, three, four – those are high picks. Those are picks where you have to really go above and beyond and make a, a an offer that blows that team away, especially in this draft. I, guys, I can't remember the last draft where I've heard the, the amount of high-level players. I mean, just think about some of these names that, 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 that we're talking about. You know, Zion Williamson. We've heard some stuff about Cat. We've heard some stuff about Paul George. Like, these are elite star players that are being rumored about, you know, high picks and things like that. Like, I – so listen, I think it would take an amazing offer. I don't see any of those high high teams you know, trading. I'm a big fan of right. Paul George. I love that he has the podcast going as well. Absolute dog. Brandon said yeah. uh, that's the best player at all, all to ever play. Yeah, yep. and that's I, from what I've been told, potentially because people have been calling him the next Paul George. Oh, so, okay. you know what I mean? Maybe, which I enjoy. Like, yeah, I look at this guy. This is the guy who makes me better every single day. Paul, I would assume, has to, like, all these guys get to pick and choose where they will could get traded to? Is that just understood in the NBA? A C CP3? I mean, he, he's he's going to have a voice, but listen, he can get traded somewhere. Everybody, I'm saying. Right now, and then, then he can get waived. In the NBA, I, Paul, I don't think everyone Chris, has a, 
Everybody. I don't think everyone. No, I, I think I think if you're an established guy, I think you have you're a guy with some equity, like a Dame Lillard, a Kevin Durant. I think you have some equity with the team. I think you have some level of of, of say, some partnership. But you know, Marcus Smart last night. I can tell you for a fact, he did not see that trade coming, <laughs> and until until the team notified him, like maybe 15, 10 minutes before. So oh. I just view the NBA as like a very player friendly yeah, vastly driven. different than the nfl so i just assume like oh if these guys are getting traded they, they knew it was, and then you hear chris paul was like i was on a plane my kid told me it's like mm-hmm. chris paul is like the one of the top yeah. most yeah. oh yeah speaking and active communication with the nba guy and then marcus smart out of nowhere you're gone when he thought brogdon was gone earlier in the day yeah. it's a wild world wild time we appreciate you joining us in the middle of a chums thank you appreciate y'all enjoy the draft you shut down every sports book yeah that was pretty yeah. sweet Quick, that's a big deal. Brought them to their I don't, knees. I don't, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to make sure PMS audience is informed. That's all. That's very, very nice of you, man. We appreciate it, dude. You're the best, ladies and gentlemen. Shams Sharon. Oh, whoa, 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 Shams. Tonight. Oh, he's gone. Oh no. He's got a watch along thing tonight. Oh, nice. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. He, boom. Right there. On at at Stadium Twitter account, I do believe. Thursday, June 22nd, that is today, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. He said the second overall pick will be moments after 8 p.m., so I assume the action will start around 8. Yep. Got a little yep. pre-draft coverage at Stadium with Sham Sharani and the boys, and then as they roll in, Shams will be on his phone yep. and yep. telling you exactly what's about to happen before it happens. Yeah, he better Boom. be tipping picks, or I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah, I wonder what their rules are on that whole thing, because nobody tells, like, Dove or Ari. Yeah, yeah. Or the guys that are trying to make it in the insider mm-hmm. world. It'd be a great time for them to get back, though, because Shams announced one of the picks, right. didn't he, in just, the NFL? Just now? Just oh, now. you're talking about. in the For the NFL draft. So uh, I guess Shams had five missed calls, allegedly, whenever uh, he got off yeah. the show right there. Right. Everybody around the NBA, oh, how, how, is that real? Is that real? Is that what's happening? Yeah. Think about the trades that are potentially happening oh, now. Oh, yeah, big time. For, like, the thought, at least. Who knows if any of them come to fruition? But rooms right now, teams right now, have to be like, well, if, he's, if we got – Brandon available at three. Do we want to let's go get this guy? Do we want to potentially make a play? And all of a sudden, what you thought was gone is still there. Wild time draft, I guess, is a fun thing to cover. Now, even we we only know like five guys. Four. Let's remember now, and I I forgot that as I was putting you know that bet in. Um, you know the NFL and their sources and leaks and stuff like that definitely use this show to get um, some maybe lies out there. Oh yeah, what Love Trent Dilford told us. Yeah, they're targeting. Just yeah. Trent, uh, you, Trent Dilford told us, now the coach of UAB, University of Alabama, Birmingham. Congrats to him. Mm-hmm. Goes from high school to college, trying to work his way up there, Trent Dilford. Um, he said, oh, you guys are prime targets. Yep. Oh, my God. I was like, Trent, what? Okay. take it easy. I feel like people like us. Like, you know, I feel like, sense. what do you mean targets? He's like, yeah, but easy way to get a narrative out. Just feed you some information. It isn't real. Then you guys run it, and then all of a sudden it's out there. It's gone. You guys are prime targets. Like, Trent, what the hell? Trent, we're not just being used and abused out here. Now, would Shams ever get used and abused by anybody? No. Right? Because they would want a long-term relationship with Shams. Mm -hmm. Multiple sources. Shams can be around 20 years. Yeah. 30 years doing Mm -hmm. this whole thing. You know? So I would assume his information, especially if he's going to go on the record, wants to be right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe, but remember what Dave Sampson told us. That's true. If you think I started that game, then I got a bridge in Brooklyn for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Tell Shams that we had a Why can't we all get along? Yeah. You know what he said? Yeah, yeah yep. So every once in a while, if a guy's contract's coming up or you don't want to pay him or sign him or you want to trade him and he's a superstar and he's really well liked, you'll start leaking wrong stories about him yeah. so the fans think he's a bad guy. Yep. Terrible in the clubhouse. Teammates hate him. Not real, but <laughs> got to get it out there. It's kind of soften the blow whenever we decide to get rid of the guy. And, like, I just wonder, why can't we all get along? And then, you're a fucking scumbag. Yeah, you're a scumbag. That's you're, you're, you're telling nope. lies about people. Right. To me, like, that's, oh, please, he said. Yep. If you think I started that, I gotta, I'm like, well, I mean, it's a little tough. He was a great conversation. He, was. he was. Lightning he was. rod. He was wide open. Had that beard, too, the playoff beard, whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Is he still, he still, he was traveling the world at one um, point. Yep. I was trying to keep up with him. He was traveling the world at one point. I know he was doing stuff with Levitard, I do believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen him in a bit. It's baseball season, though. I'm, I'm assuming we're going to get some more Samson. It's I been a long so. time. I know he shaved his beard. Yes. That guy was the president of a Major League Baseball team, right? Correct. Yes. The Marlins? Yes. Yeah. That's a pretty powerful position, right? Oh, yeah. Working with Jeter. He's doing media stuff. He's with Labitard still? He's with Meadowlark. So. Yeah. Yep. That's him, right? That's our company. Yeah. Yes. That uh, Skipper's there with him, right? Mm-hmm. He, do, he does a show with Skipper. Of course. John Skipper? Yep. The co-host of the sporting class with John Skipper. Oh, this guy's teaching? President of the Marlins and the former president of ESPN have a podcast together? Yep. There's probably some good shit coming out of that. Gotta be. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. We just thought he was traveling the world. He's been doing this show. Who knows? Yeah, but that's partially. They have a lot of insight. Has to be. The baseball. The interesting thing about it is a lot of our shit that I thought was like really good back in the day wasn't seen by as many people as like some shit that I didn't think was as good. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, yo, you never know what's going to go. Yeah. But eventually, if it's good, it's going to be seen. Yeah. yeah, Like, if that makes sense. Like, eventually, people because everything on the internet's still there. Yeah, got to yeah. build it. So people are going to come back to it, hopefully, you would think would be the little thing. But that Tom Brady podcast really led me into thinking there is a chance, like, you can have the greatest of all time yeah. and the biggest sport of all time during the season – of the biggest season of all time, mm-hmm. and next to nothing come out of it. Somehow. Yeah, while he's still playing too. I mean, it, in his last year, in, seemingly. Yeah, in the last two in Tampa. I mean, at and least nothing came out of that. Yeah, nothing. But at least we have. What was that all about? That was our fault, I think. I don't even know no. if their intention was for like a bunch of people to listen to it. I really don't. Yeah. Like well, seriously. Well, the advertisers didn't think that because they. Well, why would they put they, it up? Well, they, they, Back, that's a great question. There I mean, was just there was it. next to no like we never saw any. We'd see maybe one clip like for, per episode on Twitter. Like we were on Sirius at the time, mm-hmm. and they were they never really promoted it. It was kind of just like yeah, we have we have Brady. I mean, but the show's not you know he's not saying anything, so you guys don't need to listen to. He it. had to have said something. We need to be better about that. Whenever we're there were some, we used some <clears throat> quotes, yeah. but it, it wasn't as if it was something every week like we expected it to be. And then the worst part about it was he would go on. You know Man- the Manning cast and everything that he did on that was unbelievable. So it, it really was just if you look well, and at the, the documentary was awesome and the, yeah the man in the arena was and maybe that was part of it. Like we kind of got this entire story from Brady firsthand, and then instead of hearing week to week on how he's doing, it's just about what do you think Brady's losses. doing this year? He's just studying on how to be the best color commentator in the history of color commentating. Yeah, he's shredding uh, gnar with Mr. Beast. What do you mean? You think he's just chilling? Chilling, running he's been the doing beach. a lot of kid stuff lately. Look like you're doing a lot of a lot of relaxing family stuff. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Better be practicing. Let's talk about humans. Yeah. Let's talk about just humans, just as a thing. Okay. 
we talked to J.J. Watt out at uh, the Phoenician. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Phoenician in uh, Arizona. Great place. We're out there. Great place. Fantastic. We were f- 20 wide on their fairway. Arizona's <laughs> sweet. I was so hitting awesome. you in the head with a golf ball. Yeah, first hole. Yeah, I remember that. That oh. was crazy. Very close. That would have been a rough start to the whole thing. Yeah, believe me. <laughs> after I hit it, I was like, ugh. I really hope I don't hear a loud bang, and I did. Yeah, but we had to change how we were doing it all. Mm-hmm. But we saw J.J. Watt, and we were talking to him, and he obviously retired. And he is still, well, I still got to, every morning I got to go, you know, two hours. I got to squat. I got to get on the bar. I got to do this. I got to do that. And then I got this going on, this going Prayer on. time. And I'm like, when do you think that's going to stop? He's like, stop. Like, what are we talking about? This Tom Brady isn't just going to be able to chill. No. There's oh. no way. No, he, he talked about, his, he talked about, because the Raiders, he said, I'll be able to be in the NFL forever. Yep. And then he said, I still have TB12, the workout space and the nutrition products. Yeah. And Brady he, clothing. Yeah. He talked about like five different things. Yep. But I'm thinking if one of those jobs is paying him $375 million, yeah. not that the Brady brand isn't worth way more than that. If he wanted to sell it, I assume if he went to any of the meetings, the valuation would be bananas. Mm-hmm. He'd be able to make a shit ton of money. He's not going to want to fuck up anything. Hate to bring this up. Jason Witten was an incredible football player. He was. Really, really good. An incredible football player. People forgot that. After about six games, mm-hmm. calling games. Yeah. yeah. About six of them. <laughs> yep. First four must be nerves. Yeah. yeah. Five must be nerves. Six yeah. one, they said, this guy, why is he even associated with the NFL? Well, I'm not saying we're saying it was being said. It was a yeah. loud conversation. Very, very loud. And people just completely forgot how fucking great of a football player he was. Now, God, obviously, he's not Tom Brady. But Tom doesn't want to fucking go in there and stink, especially after what Greg Olson has done this entire year. He's training his ass off. I bet Tom Brady has a booth in the house. I bet you he is working his ass off. Will that matter, though? I, I, I'm not 100% sure. I, I mean, I, I hope he is because, that, like, we've talked about it many times. Like, there's – there's one side of it where, like, he might go in there and just be incredible. Like, that is yeah. very possible. It's Tom Brady. Like, obviously, from, like, the X's and the O's standpoint and from all the different teams and defensive coordinators he's played against, like, he has all that stuff down pat. But that doesn't mean that he's going to be good or, you know, like, people are going to want to watch him. Like, that. that is a very different, you know. You're on for four hours. Exactly. Yeah. Long time. That's a, you're on for four hours. In a lot of homes. Like you, you're, it's not like you're just on there just to speak. Like people are listening to you to get kind of what the flow of the game is. But to your point, I do assume that every single week this fall, he'll be doing like a fake broadcast with somebody so that he kind of at least hopefully gets the lay of the land of how it sounds in there. Hey, we're pulling for you, Tom. Yeah. Come on, Tom. Let's talk about some uh, other news that we have that is actually, um, you know, serious news. And we got it because we're incredibly lucky to have Adam Pacman Jones uh, with us every single week. There is some news coming out of Colorado about Coach Prime, Deion Sanders. And I want to make sure I get this right. You were talking directly to him. A blood clot has been found in his groin. Yes. And he has, like, emergency surgery happening tomorrow. Yep, 6 a.m. Hey, Coach, come on now. Peace and peace. Pulling for you, Coach. We are pulling for you. This comes after, I think there was another surgery that was being talked about within the last couple of weeks. And what I find so incredible here is if you were to follow along uh, with the Instagram, his Instagram, Colorado Buffalo's Instagram, yep. or any other Instagram, mm-hmm. he's still coaching, still going, still working, what? still doing everything. It's like nothing has stopped. Yeah. And then you get some news like, oh, a big surgery's happening last week. And then that surgery kind of 
kind of disappeared from the conversation. And then this morning you say he's got a blood clot in his groin, has to have emergency surgery tomorrow. It's like, man, what all is going on with Dion, Coach Prime, while he's still trying to lead a hundred and some men? It is quite a time for him. And let please let him know that the entire football world is like, come on, Prime, mm-hmm. we're you got this. You're literally better than everything. But we also hope that he doesn't have to continue to go through shit and just kind of do his thing. I, I totally agree, man. I had a chance to talk to him this morning. Um, yeah. But he's up, up speaking. I, I said, man, I hope they don't have to cut off your dick. That's what <laughs> yeah. I told him. Yeah. I said, bro, it would be bad if they have to cut off your dick, bro. Just cut the leg off. We are, uh, we are, we are such a childish operation. We're talking about emergency blood clot surgery, and uh-huh. everybody's mind, as soon as we heard it was in the groin, was like, what are the, oh, shit. What are the long-term ramifications uh-huh. of this? Because yeah. you never know with nerves and everything like mm-hmm. that, they're going to have to go in. But blood clots are scary as hell. Yeah. Blood clots, I don't think people know about. Blood clots can kill you. People have surgery, and then a blood clot pff, right to dead yeah mm-hmm. and i think he's been dealing with this for a little bit yeah he have he's been dealing with this since uh jackson state you know he had a blood clot in his leg same thing with the foot and he was thinking about cutting the foot off and he didn't um went through a hell of an operation bro i was there it was it was mind-bothering tearing um to see him go, go, go through that and get back to where he had um i just wanted to get healthy man so you know hell yeah yep. hey coach we're pulling yeah. for you yeah, that's 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 unbelievable that he's going through all that, and you would never know. Yeah, right? at all. No, you would never Everything know. Everything you see, it's like he was asked the other day. It's like, um, do you think you ever coach in the NFL? And he said, basically said, oh, I'm too much of a hard ass to coach in the NFL. Yeah. It was like I think it's good self awareness, but also if you have success and you have a resume, you're allowed to be a hard ass. Mm-hmm. And I think people need it and want it. He said, I don't have any desire or ambition to coach in the NFL. That came as a bit of a surprise to us, says the media person. I'm cut a little different. I love Jerry Jones. I tremendously love that whole family. Sanders said of the Joneses. Dion shares his best Jerry Jones story here. So what is Dion's reason? He said, I have a problem with men getting their checks and not doing their jobs. Okay? I'd be too tough as a coach in the NFL because I still have those old school attributes. I don't think so. I think we're hopefully getting to a point. If you look around college football, and Dion is a massive part of this because he is old school and he is a hard ass, which people seemingly don't know about him or his coaching style because, you know, wins the Super Bowl with the Niners one week later, uh, he's on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Must be the money! <laughs> with a very... Looks sweet. That suit was unbelievable. Now, people are saying he lip-synced that. What? Whoa. That's bullshit. That's not true. I, I didn't say that. I'm just telling you the fucking internet. I, okay. I, I, I would never say that. Internet's wrong. True. But people, th- I think they saw the flash and the show and everything like that. And what they don't know is, like, a lot of the people that you see that are the most confident, uh, the reason why they're the most confident is because they put in the most amount of fucking work. Like, you rely on the work that you put in whenever you're in a big pressure situation. Yeah. So whenever Peyton says, like, the people that feel pressure are the people that don't know what the fuck they're doing is pretty much is how he described it. It's like in those big moments, you rely on your fundamentals, you rely on your work, and that's normally the people you see more confident. Like, you know, he walks around with a, a sense of confidence that everybody else doesn't have. It's like, well, the reason is because he knows. He knows what he's put in. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's supposed to do. He knows what he can do, or she knows what she can do and the, the work she put in. So I think people kind of miss that with Deion Sanders, especially now that he's in the coaching ranks. Yeah. He's a hard ass. Yeah, yep. It's yeah. attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you want to make it or not? You want to make it? Like, everybody saw what I did when I'm high-stepping and everything like that. Do you know what I did to get there? And you know what I did in baseball as well to get there. I think that's good. And then you look at Saban. Kirby Smart. You go Brian Kelly, I think, even. I mean, now, granted, he has a history of saying we're practicing, we're filming. Exactly. No no matter matter what. what. And uh, all those things. I think we're potentially getting into an era where coaches are going to be able to potentially coach again. And I think that's a big deal. And Dion, 
if I'm an NFL owner and he has success at Colorado, right? If he has success at Colorado, I think he's going to get a lot of looks. And I know he's saying now he has no interest, but if it's a place that maybe has a shot and he's able to be himself, why not, you know? I don't think he'll do it. Why? Because he, he like the the youth. Um, he like molding instead of when kids are already molded, I would say. He likes creating habits, not yeah. dealing with them. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. valid, valid, yeah. valid. Yeah. yeah, very valid. Would he be the only one? Like, who in the NFL right now could you say is like a hard, I mean, granted, Bill, Bill, Bill you could say, but I feel I like think Andy Reid is as well. Yeah. I think you say Andy Reid, they got tucked in shirts. I mean, it is. Okay, so it is more of, along those lines. Yeah, right? I think okay. like they have fun, like people have fun, but I think it's very much. Pittsburgh? Tom yeah, Tomlin. Yeah, okay. I think it's like, uh, and when they say hard ass, it's like attention to detail. Yeah, right? yeah, not like yelling at, at their players. Yeah, hard ass is like an expectation of you to do everything. Like, mm -hmm. hey, these yeah. little things, like, you're going to touch the fucking line. If you don't touch the line, you're going to hear about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, some places are like, ah, close enough, like, let's keep it moving. If you're uh, walking into a meeting as it's starting, yeah, like, yeah, you're, you're late. late. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, some places is like, hey, I need you to be here five minutes. Like, that's the difference between being a hard ass and being, like, a player-friendly coach sure. is what people say. Yeah. And they say Andy Reid is like, yeah. yeah, you tuck in your shirt, you're wearing this, you're here at this time, we're doing this, we're moving. And everybody just thinks he's not like that because I think the Kool-Aid gift. Yeah, the big deal. Yeah. yeah. The cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. And him and Travis Kelsey get along. Him and Patrick Mahomes get along. But I think it's because Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey work their asses off. Yeah. Yeah. And they, like, appreciate it. So there's a chance that we're kind of getting back into the world of – you know, like you're allowed to coach mm -hmm. and expect a little bit of uh, accountability and punish and hopefully be able to say things because there was a time where I thought we were fucked forever. Yeah. Because coaches weren't allowed to say like, hey, you fucking suck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if they said that, feelings were hurt. Right. They're yeah. going to HR. Mm -hmm. You're fired. Yeah. That you can't talk on, to a person man. like that. Can you like, imagine if we had collab in this coaching era right now? <laughs> Coach Kerlab, D-line coach from West Virginia University. Rich Rodriguez is still coaching right now. Which I, is why. I, I don't know. I'll, yeah. Yeah. And that's our boy. We, I understand it, but I just, I I'll be know. pushing for him to go back to West Virginia. Yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you what, that yeah. might not be a good thing because they're in the Big 12. And some of the things that he will be definitely caught saying in this particular era <laughs> might not be received well by the national. Okay. But West Virginia folks will fucking love yeah, him. We'll yeah, we love it. They would love him we'll to come back it. in there, especially win some games. But like, there's that old school mentality still has a place. I think it's needed more than I needed it. I mean, I was a fuck up. The amount of yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I mean, I, tough coaches yeah. are the best ones. Yeah, need it. Yeah. Need it. and whenever you get older, you rely upon it. Mm -hmm. You're like, ah, oh, that. Now, some of it, I think, we're being a bit much. And I, yeah, sure. I, you know, and I would use the Gong Show every single year of training camp to allow Rich Rodriguez know what we all thought was a bit much. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, you are. Let's fucking pipe down. Just a little bit, pal. All right. So that was good. But all the other stuff that, like, Rich, I can hear him. You know, like saying these like little things. Whenever I'm starting to like drift off, maybe take the lazy route or something like that. Like, ah, I could just do this. And then you hear like Barwis yeah. and you hear Rich Rod in your head, like, motherfucker, like, just why are we, why, why? This is an option. Why would you do? It's yeah. like those types of things. Sometimes you need to hear it. And I know we've gotten 
softer as a society, even though we deal with more negativity on a daily in our phones. So are we actually softer? Because we're seeing more shit talk than we've ever seen in the past. But I think we should be a little bit more accepting of people that want to make people better and how they go about doing it, even though some of it can be a bit much. And I think sports is getting to that point. Well, and then when you've had both sides of it, like you would rather have someone who, I mean, like they might be getting on your ass, but it's like, hey, most of the time, if someone's getting on your ass real hard, like they care. Especially if it's coming from a good place. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. There's Mm -hmm. nothing worse. Like if you have a coach and it's just like, they don't pay any attention to you. They don't talk to you. Like, and then you know maybe you're just getting coddled on the side of that. It's like in the in the time it might feel good, but then like you look back, you know, ten years later or whatever. It's like, well, did I even learn anything? Did I get anything out of that? Like, you guys are still talking about stuff that you remember Rich Rod saying. Yeah, that was fucking twenty years ago. You know, it's well, like, and I yeah. remember stuff Coach Kalav said just strictly because he should have been a stand-up comedian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. He, I don't take that and put it on my kids because I'm I'm. I love my kids to death, but if you want to do this, let's work. Let's get some out of it. Like, that's what I got from those guys, and it came from a good place. There was a lot of people scared to death to coach. Yes. And it looked like it was an entire generation, and I I don't want to make fun of them, but, like, the young offensive guru head coach people that were happening – like, I don't think – I think all of them were scared to death to potentially do any coaching. Mm-hmm. So they had no interest – not coaching, but, like, like molding men, right? Like, we're just yeah. trying to – we got a good offense. Let's run this offense. Let's keep everybody happy. Yeah. Let's get them to the games. We got to stay eligible or whatever. It's like, yeah, but if you mold the humans and the players at the same damn time, probably going to have a better output. Uh, we just got a message from somebody that knows. Harbaugh in Baltimore – also, also yeah, yeah, true. Also, a tell it like it is. We need to have a little accountability, not in a demeaning fashion, though. Even though there is legendary tales of Harbaugh and Hall of Famers <laughs> potentially going to fucking blows mm-hmm. in the middle of team meetings. Pack, I know you've probably heard him. He is a guy, though. I think since day one, he got so they're still out yeah. there. Yeah, and Dion's big for college. Yes, because I think he's allowing letting other people know, like, hey, you're still allowed to coach like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, Saban ain't letting that shit fly. No I think way. the perception with Dion too is like people because they saw him play in the NFL and like kind of know his demeanor and his personality, and that he's like a little flashy. That it's like, oh, he only gives a shit about himself. He's doing this for the camera. He's doing it for himself. But even in that video where he brought the camera crew in a, a week ago and they were talking about the surgery, he was like, hey, if we're gonna do this, if this is an emergency, if I need to get this done, like it has to be now because once the season starts, like I'm full go for these guys. There is no time where I. Can be away from the team. Like I'm, I'm not doing that. Like once, once the season starts, it's all about the team and it's all about these guys. And I think that kind of shit kind of gets looked over with him. Well, coach, we're pulling for you, pal. Your groin's gonna be good. These blood clots are gonna leave. Of course, yep. these blood clots are gonna leave in time. What is that? Do we know how those happen? I don't know. I did I look it know. up actually. What it's is like it? uh, the blood that goes to heals, like injuries, bruises, or whatever? It gets those vessels get blocked up. And basically, instead of dispersing after healing said injury or bruise, they just stay there. And so they're just in um, a vein or whatever the hell, an artery, and that makes the blood clot itself. Interesting. It was like protein, like the proteins in your blood can't get through. It it was on some doctor website. I didn't understand many of the words. What, Tony? You're shaking your head. That's not for on there. Am I wrong? What think, Tom? What were you going to call me, Tony? My blood clots and yeah. proteins. I had nothing to do with it, you. And healing cells. What Say it. What happened? No, 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 no. We've been down that road before. Did you go to the phones? <laughs> I don't know which road. Uh, he was talking about doctors. and. Oh. Yeah, you know what he was saying. You saw that hat? Yeah. You heard his voice? Yeah, uh, yeah now you I know what he's doing. You know what he's doing. Maybe we call that guy. He's been known to cause blood clots, but... 
<laughs> Tone. Tony. Hey, what's Tony. What, what has been known? Let's go to the phones. I forget. Let's go to Izzy in New Jersey on the Five Energy phone line. What's going on, Izzy, as we wrap up Hour 1 here on this beautiful NBA Draft Thursday, June 22nd? How we doing, boys? Keep it moving. Hell yeah, Izzy. Nice. So I got a question, hypothetical question, for the man with the greatest mullet in the whole state of Indiana, right across from you. You guys got Kristoff last night, so congratulations to Celtics. You guys are still in, in conversation to get D-Hop. If the Boston Celtics and the Patriots both get two star players to come to the city of Boston, and you guys still shit the bed next year, what, what does that mean for the Boston culture? Because he said you guys are no longer yeah. the city of champions. Yeah, well, the Celtics would hurt a lot more just because that's very gettable. Now, I, I mean, D-Hop, of course, would be unbelievable. Want him in New England. I really hope that happens with all the you know comparison with the Titans and just the Patriots. I would be devastated now, but also at the same time, Mahomes, Rodgers, Allen, you know, even the Dolphins. They you could argue they have one of the more talented teams. They got to stay out of marinas, though. They do have to stay out of marinas. Uh, yeah, uh, and they need to <laughs> make sure Tua has that airbag in the back of his helmet as well. Mm-hmm. There's a few things. Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, uh huh. Judo, whatever the hell he's doing. Uh, but Celtics making moves and then falling in the Eastern Conference Finals again. That would be devastating. Okay, so let's talk about one of the New England teams, the Patriots. Diana Rossini reported today that there are two offers, one from the Titans and one from the Patriots, that DeAndre Hopkins is currently mulling over. Mm. The Patriots and Titans obviously had D-Hop in the building. The Tennessee Titans took him to a Tim McGraw concert. Yeah, that's right. CMA Fest absolutely crushed it. He had a blast. He had his hat on. Mm-hmm. He was in the building, Sprinter van. I assume he hung out with Vrabel, who, what a hang. What a, what a hang. What a hang, Mike Vrabel, Coach Vrabel has to be. And then he left that building, so he didn't get a deal done whenever he was there. And flew up to New England after Bill Belichick said, I'm not fucking traveling. He's coming. I don't know. Well, I'm not going to tell you one thing, and then he comes another day, and then you say I misled you. I'm not a travel agent. You, there's other things. He logistic. He's shut up. This is what Bill Belichick. Yep. Said. Yeah, that's right. In then all of a sudden, DeAndre Hopkins shows up at the New England Patriots organization. It came out that him and Bill sat down and chatted one on one. Yeah, a little me time. Now he left the building without getting a deal done. And it seemed like there was a lot more energy around him getting a deal done when he was in New England's building than when he was in the Titans building. And that's yeah. because Bill rarely does that. Now D Hop sitting in Texas, Arizona. Wherever he currently is residing. New York two days ago. New York a couple days ago looking so cool yeah. all the time. And he's mauling over those offers. I wonder if there's other teams interested or just those two. Rossini is plugged. Mm-hmm. So we are not saying that that is false information. We're just wondering if there's any other teams like maybe are the Jets talking or anybody Absolutely. else. That's what I just assumed that when he became available, that like whether we heard them or not, that there would be six to eight teams that would at least be up there that you could throw darts at. And now it, it does kind of seem like it's just either Titans or Patriots. I cannot believe that he is not a Kansas City Chief. Yes, they have Travis Kelsey, so he is their number one. But they don't, I mean, like, our MVS and Kadarius Tony, like, are they, like, do we don't even know if they're number two wide receivers? Yeah, so maybe a Kansas City Chiefs offer is in there as well. We, yeah. we, we know that the Titans and Patriots have offers, allegedly, through Diana Rossini. Yes. Does he have any more? Who knows? Do you think he is eager to make a decision at all in this Pac-Man Jones, or do you think he's waiting it out? Well, I thought he would have made a decision. If he was going to hurry up and make a decision, he wouldn't have never left uh, mm-hmm. New England. But now it's no reason to rush and make a decision. Now, nobody's there except the owners and the coaches. Everybody's on vacation right now. We might well wait. Yeah, might well might as well. Might yeah. as well wait. Not expecting anything anytime soon now. Yeah. Really, even through July. 
Like maybe yeah. in two or three weeks, maybe. But at this point, it really does feel like almost a training camp signing. All right, let's learn this thing. And I do wonder with New England, especially if he already knows Bill O'Brien's offense, then what's the? There's not that added rush. Like, hey, I need to learn what we're going to be doing this year. Schefter uh, said yesterday that why not New York Jets look at Dalvin Cook with Brees Hall coming back off of an injury, and obviously Brees Hall is an absolute no when he's on the field. We saw that very quickly as a. As a rookie out of Michigan yeah. State, what an absolute stud flying around. Iowa State. Kenneth Walker, Michigan State. Hey, rookie running backs. They're both, yeah. Yeah. I, in my head, as I was about to say Michigan State, I'm like, nothing really comes out of. <laughs> yeah, except Kenneth for Walker. if we want to go back to doctors. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Come on. Just, just sorry. <laughs> what Tony was saying. I'm going to get all that just to bury Michigan State. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's a shame. But anyways, Brees Hall was unbelievable in his rookie year. Yeah. Literally seven, eight straight weeks, we just saw him pulling away from people. And we're like, this is the guy. Good. Congratulations to the New York Jets. We don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. They had so many different people playing in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Zach was there getting booed out of his own stadium. Yeah, yeah. Flacco was in there at some point. Yeah. Strafolsky, former Dolphin, Grey Cup yeah. MVP, Mike was in White. there getting a full standing O. Mike White, who is now a member of the Dolphins. Miami Dolphins at the backup, he's no longer there. So they didn't have the quarterback situation at all figured out, but they certainly had the running back. Then he gets hurt. Mm. Oh, no. Sad. So now who knows when he's going to be back. Sheffield kind of alluded to we would be back the first couple games. We'll still be recovering. That was week seven whenever he got hurt or whatever it was. So why not bring in Dalvin Cook, who's maybe searching for a championship, mm-hmm. for a good team, what? and for a great opportunity to prove to the rest of the NFL, I'm still here, motherfuckers. Yeah. Dalvin Cook has liked a couple tweets now. Ooh. He's like tweets that have uh, said, hey, maybe you get a Jets, you know. Okay. Why wouldn't the Jets kind of peek around and maybe think about bringing in Dalvin Cook, who is still an absolute dog oh. of a running back. And then he also likes some tweets about him going, uh, maybe to Miami. Ooh, okay. So multiple Jets-like Rita. tweet, but also a Miami-like tweet. I don't know if Dalvin Cook's just stirring a conversation or not, but him to the Jets would be hilarious. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers would be pumped, but Aaron Rodgers knows that when Brees Hall's playing, they're going to be good. Is that what Joe Douglas wants to do? I've seen some memes of a popcorn maker. Yep, J- uh, Jason Graspel. Who is your favorite popcorn Bitter. Oh, yeah, everyone's. He I mean, he's, he's, he's a god amongst men. Yeah, Especially in this modern era of you go somewhere, the people working there don't seem to be happy at all. Don't give a mm-hmm. fuck. Don't want to be there. Only reason why I'm here is because I'm getting a paycheck and my parents are forcing me to be here. Bingo. You know, back in the day, people used to really take pride in their work. You used to be called a sandwich artist. That's right. You know, because people would actually put time in making the sandwich look good. Now you're lucky if all the fucking oh. products are on the Whoa. sandwich. Yeah, let's go, baby. Yeah, Grossville's a dog. Yeah, he's yeah. the greatest of all time. Look and he cares. Technique. Look yeah. how much he cares. Not only is the technique a flair and you're here to be entertained, are you not uh-huh. entertained, but also the way he shakes it, he lets the salt and the butter mm-hmm. settle. Exactly. So you're getting a properly proportioned salting and buttering for every single piece of popcorn as you eat through the beautiful movie you're about to see so joe cares about the product cares about your experience and cares in general yeah yeah if joe douglas was able to Gary Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, what? Alan Zard, what? Randall Cobb, what? Dalvin Cook, what? DeAndre Hopkins, what? people would be like thank you joe yeah 100%. absolutely there's a chance now that that is what takes place. And I'll be mind-blown if the New York Jets all of a sudden, out of nowhere, overnight, with the signing of Aaron Rodgers, are now a destination place for guys that are hunting rings. Why not? If you're any player like Dalvin, D-Hop, what? even when OBJ was available, anybody yeah. that becomes available that is a proven vet already has money. 
Mm-hmm. Right? So you're going to have to take a little yeah. bit of a... Don't a little bit of a haircut. You're going to have to take a little bit of a cut if you want to join everybody else that's doing the same exact thing. But the Jets could potentially become that, especially with that market and how much money you can make yes. off the field. Look at what Aaron's doing for an entire place. Yeah, that is the one thing that pains me is you kind of realize, like, I mean, obviously Green Bay is not New York, but, like, this is kind of what every Packers fan was praying that they were going to do. Like, the last three years he was there is like, hey... People do want to play with this guy. Like yeah. they will take pay cuts to play with this guy. Like he is a generational talent. You can actually go for broke every single year, and for whatever reason, it never really happened. And then obviously he goes to New York, and it's just like every fucking great player that is available. Like yeah, yeah, we'll bring him in. <laughs> yeah, we'll, I'll we'll go to New York. Well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll go to New York. And I assume this is Aaron feeling, you know, obviously appreciated probably yeah. like oh, yeah. uh, yes. like hey we'll at least listen like he likes D-Hop I think he's talked about D-Hop in the past we'll certainly listen whereas in the past maybe it was like uh, can't afford this guy absolutely yeah, maybe Sorry. make an offer but not really yeah yep. like OBJ right they made him an offer but yeah. it was like literally it was like vet leak. men yeah exactly vet men or whatever they it's had like, a conditional fourth round pick that year though to be fair I mean that's typically how they've looked to build their teams through the draft instead of paying guys in free agency. Yeah, you're right. It's old school. I that's appreciate right. it. I respect mm-hmm. it. But boy, it, it's got to be fun to be a Jet fan, being like, Dalvin Cook is coming to the. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! yeah. DeAndre Hopkins yeah. is coming to the. What the, the heck? The, the, Bring the, him in. The Jets. The Aaron Rodgers. Oh my god! Like overnight, and those types of fans, obviously, firemen Ed. Obviously, yeah. served for 29 years. Sure, mm-hmm. yes, he did. Sure, Harlem. He did. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes, he did. Running towards fire. That's yep. right. Not away from it. Yep. We almost had a, we had two fire trucks at the front room this morning. Yeah, we did. did. Didn't see Fireman Ed, though. Hmm. <laughs> 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 we'll about yeah. Let's get to a break. Congrats to the Jets fans, though. Yeah. yeah. All these things seem realistic now. Yeah. Never would have been last, what, 40 years. Absolutely. Yeah. Not even when they were going to AFC Championships with the Sanchez. People wanted to play with Rex, though. People want to be on Rex Ryan's team. So since then. Yeah. It's been a lot. Would you go play for them right now? What? Safety? Yeah, I'll go play safety. Oh, you would? Oh, Chuck Clark just blew his knee out, so. What do you think you can run right now? You think you're still sub 4-5? Like a 4-9? You think you're sub 4-5? I can jog a 4-5, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, you are not going 4-4 right now. I don't think so either. I can jog a 4-5, bro. How old are you? Uh, 39. You can go four four right I, now. I can go four five, at least four five flat. I don't think four, so. Oh, oh, with all that wow. candy you've been eating, four four. You got that nerd rope. You. you just ate that whole thing. That's yeah. at least a four five one. I don't I, think I, so. I can move a little bit. You can still run a four <laughs> I can four. Still move a little bit. Calves look good. He's calves. Yeah, they do look sweet. Those aren't every real. Day. I feel like drama looking at his goddamn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's running every single day. And he has been uh, running every single day. No, he's doing day, explosivity okay? with hey, the I've run, I run two days a week. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Dude, not guess, every day. guess what I'm running. What, how fast are you running the mile? I'm day? not running faster than you. That's the argument oh, oh. that we're making. I'm running miles at 7.5 normally, and then about the last two miles, I mean, Go quarter up. of a mile, I put it at eight. But I'm getting my work done. How many minutes mile? Uh, how many minutes mile? Well, the, the workout is 15 minutes, so half and half, what do you want to say? Seven and a half? Seven and a half minutes? Yeah. That's oh. not bad. That ain't bad. Uh, Foxy, what'd you run the mile in this I'm saying, morning? No, yeah. Hold on, hold like, on. 626. Oh. How many miles did you run, Foxy? One mile. Oh, you're running two? I'm running two. Ooh, oh, that's okay. 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 Right, So have you transitioned into a long-distance runner? 
There's no way you got any more explosion. No. Four, four? Bro, I can run four, four right now. I don't think four, so. Four, 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 five. Well, I'm not uh, running well four, no, five. there's a difference. Are you going below four, five or at four, five? Or are you going like four, six, four, seven? What shoes maybe do you need? How do we do this? We got a field. Yeah, you, you need like, cleats? What do we need? I don't think I could run on the pavement. It would probably be better for me. But if you fall each I shit. won't fall. Well. Oh, okay. Your mind's know. running a 4-3. Your body's running something different. Yeah, 5-2. There's a chance you. be a nice bet. All right, next week we'll do this. Okay. All right. We'll measure out a flat spot out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fast track. I'm so happy I ain't been posting my videos. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. He's been training. Holy shit. I still don't know. Four, Let's five. put out a poll. Let's put out with a poll. Ease. Four or five with ease. Four, like four or five, five, like four, four or five, five nine. Count? No, four, four or five with ease. Do y'all oh. ask me could I run four or five or under? I can run four or five under. Okay, that's what I can do. No, I asked you four four. You then brought in. I can jog four five. <laughs> we don't have to get about the semantics. That'd be very impressive. Over under four five one will be the number. Yeah. Okay, there it is. Who's on the stopwatch? Me. Uh, laser. We're ordering. It. <laughs> All right. Yep. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> We're ordering late because. Yeah. I'll give you a right. four two if you need it. I mean, sure, we can go down to Lucas Oil and just do this combine. So, <sighs> how much is that gonna? Be? <laughs> yeah, true. We get outside, boom, yeah. line up forty yards. Yeah, he wants the track. Uh-huh. He wants the cement. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Wait, dated. I've already. Yeah, uh, oh, no, grass, no grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. We don't want grass uh, or turf. We want Let's track just... or cement. Listen, okay. I know all the NFL players right now are bitching about this thing being real hard. I'd like this to be harder. <laughs> give me the cement. I want to run on it. Yeah. Okay, four, five, one, or lower, 39 years old. Yeah. Eats nerd ropes every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And twin snakes. Yeah, and Hardy's with jelly and bacon. And has his own marijuana strain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so start calculating all of that. And then you can down him if you want. I'm betting under. Let's go. Let's go. I still don't think you're around four, four, though. That's four, five, zero. This is what I. <laughs> He's a college football national champion, Super Bowl champion, erratic cup winner. He's a COVID survivor, father of 10. Ladies and gentlemen, the all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers, A.J. Hawk. A.J. What's up? I think Pack run a 4-5-1 right on the dot. Okay, so you're saying exactly 4-5-1. Push. Yeah. So I say I think he wins it. No, 4-5-1 or below. He wins that. So the poll actually was put up in YouTube. And the way it is worded now, we will operate off of the poll. The poll is currently over or exact 4-5-1. Or four five one under four five one. Okay. So you know four five zero oh, win. Four five one over. Yes. So it should have been four over five zero oh, point five. Yeah, big yeah. over <laughs> under uh-huh. is what it is. Okay, so that's you got him over or under a four five zero oh, point five. All right, I got him under a four five zero oh, point five. Well, okay. you're just so you're saying four five zero? That's what I'm thinking. Imagine this fucking guy runs a four four right now, though. That'd be bananas. He doesn't eat any bananas. Actually, the only thing he eats <laughs> is nerds and fucking hearty sandwiches. Yep. And he has these he, Red Bull. He two cups, double cups. Obviously, look so cool. Yeah. And they don't just put a Red Bull. Yeah, full Red Bull in there. Mm-hmm. What? Just like what is this? Watermelon. Yeah, like you said yesterday, watermelon yeah, at the gas station. Yeah, absolutely. Here's a Twitter poll. Uh, will real Pac-Man <laughs> run faster than a four five one? Hell yeah, is what Zito's pick was. We see that with the check. Mark 31. Nope, 56 and a half. And then those that are just here for the results are 12 points. Hey, 56.5% of 1,673 people say, you ain't got it, Pac. Yeah, yeah. Start stacking those chips, buddy. They've been telling me that shit my whole life. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> we will donate. Um, we got to figure out the proper amount of money here. Four or five, one. Four point five dollars. We'll donate something. We will donate something, a mm-hmm. amount of money, if you run under four or five, one. 
Yeah, or we could buy um, you know two months worth of Hardy's breakfast for him. <laughs> yeah, but we got to make. He's running for something bigger than himself. Yeah, sure, running for a cause, not just yeah, for, for Hardy's sandwiches. He's yeah. running for two months of breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> We will put I mean, yeah. throw in the Hardee's breakfast. There we go. Okay, we will reimburse <laughs> for you. 45 days. For your biscuit, <laughs> bacon, jam. Yep, jam. That's it. And you cheese? already paid for my biscuit, bacon, and jam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> but is there cheese on there? Yes, yeah, cheese on there. Okay, we're That's not paying it. for the cheese. Yep. Not paying for the cheese. <laughs> not going to be able to do that. Joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, is a man who I would like to hear his take actually on this. Because now he is one of the voices of the NFL, as he has been one of the voices, the voice of college football for like 27 years. Damn. Obviously, he is the other reigning, defending undisputed Ohio president alongside A.J. Hawk, a Centerville Elk, a Reds fan. Ladies and gentlemen, the man, Kirk Herbstreit. Hey, Kirk! How we doing? Is that a, is that a, are you at a, uh, are you at a, is that your house? Yeah. Holy I'm on the back shit. porch here. So wow. many windows. Holy man. Wow, like Lago down there. Holy Jeez. fuck, yeah. dude. <laughs> 27 like years on TV. Wow. Holy. Herbie. That's what it gets you. Hey, I got, I got pack at a 447, 448. Oh, oh. That's my boy. You, you see that house? It's got no stuff. Yeah, he does. Yeah, there's yeah. no way. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I like the 447. I love what you got going on behind you. Hey, Centerville, Ohio. That's beautiful. See that? Fucking did. You remember he was doing local news hits before he did game day. Yeah. yeah. He was, I think, you know what I mean, doing that oh, whole yeah. thing about the, the Ohio State Buckeyes. And then this little show, College Game Day, comes around. Little <laughs> cast of misfits and characters. We might try to do something with college football. <laughs> How do you feel? You want to su- submit a tape in there? Gets fucking hired. Yeah. Him and Coach Corso uh-huh. from that moment. That's all she wrote. Day yeah. one. All of a sudden, we're up and at him. Hey, we're lucky that you've had the exponential growth that you've had in your life. You deserve it, Herbie. Good boy, Kurt. You deserve I it. it. I appreciate it. We uh, we used to do West Virginia games when uh, when you and, and Pac were there on Thursday nights. How many Thursday night games did you guys play? Do you remember? So I, I Pac, as soon as I got to West Virginia, Pac and Slim had just left. Workout in the summer, though. Yeah. Got to meet Pac and Slim numerous good times. Great times. I was 18 years old, straight into West Virginia. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> uh, I, I had, a, had a very, very good time. But we were like the kings of Thursday nights. Like you, you guys, we, yeah. you guys came like three, four times a year. It felt like on a couple of different years. Every time. Yeah, I mean, and, and you guys were. I would say you guys in Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. That's what I was saying. Old, old school Louisville. Yeah. That was like, that blackout. It, that was that Thursday night blackout. I remember that down in Louisville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys played. I think you guys played. Louis. All, all these Big East teams were ranked up in the top five in the country. It was. It was no, West it was Virginia. Only, it was yeah. Louisville. It was, it was uh, Rutgers. And on Thursday night, we had West Virginia against Louisville in Louisville. And I, and I think in Louisville, and I think they beat you. And then the next week, they went to Rutgers, and Rutgers had that that historic win. You know, at home when. Uh, it was like one of the biggest wins that they've had, you know, one of the great wins in college football for them. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's been a long run, man. But Pac-Man, I remember sitting down with Pac-Man at, a, at like a diner, uh, you know, when you do production meetings. And um, I don't know if you remember that, me, Mike Tirico, Pac-Man, and – couple of his teammates we just sat down you know talking about the game i don't remember who they played Virginia Tech. i mean i've seen pac-man for a long time watch yeah. his career his whole whole way through four four seven huh 
Well, what was it in your prime? What do you think you were four, four two, high four twos, yeah, four, four three two, guy? Six, four two six. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, man. Look a four two six think, doesn't go above a four five. <laughs> you don't think I can run? <laughs> no way. Eight, 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 eight. Pat, ask him the last time he did sprint. Did he run? He, he runs. He's because yeah. remember he's got Junie. He's got Junie, who's in fifth grade. I think. How old is he? No, he's five. Five. Sorry, not <laughs> in fifth grade. Getting up there though. He's five years old. He's faster than fifth grader. And this dude's running fucking hills. He's running hills in the. Well, in man, I got him lower. I got him lower than a four four seven. I like the four four seven. He's thirty nine years old There's though. No Herbie. way. Four four seven. Uh, hey, right. man. On the track. You're talking about a different person. You know, like like Galloway, Galloway still can run. He's 50 years old. He can still go. You know, if you keep running, that's why I asked him was the last time he sprinted. If he keeps working and running, you don't go from a 4.26 to a 4.6. That just doesn't happen. I don't care how old he is. Well, I hope not. Hey, good luck. Law of pressure, Herbie. Yeah, right. Better warm up. I might pull some, but I'm going to run up under 4.51. Yeah. Could you imagine? Good. Sniper oh, Ford. Oh, the skip, the skip yeah. afterwards. <laughs> yep. And then you just did the whole. Oh, oh man. We don't hope. We hope that That's never happens happen. to anybody ever again. Yes. It seems absolutely miserable. Let's dive into some stuff, Herbie. What's going on in your life right now, other than dunking on baseball media people on the on the internet, and then the Reds going on an eleven game, I think, yeah. win streak or whatever, yeah. immediately Oof. afterwards. What's going on in your world? You doing college football prep, NFL prep? What is where are you at right now? As we had seventy seven days away from NFL kickoff. Let's go. Yeah. Well, I mean. Full full disclosure, you you know what's going on with Zach, my my son. You know, I, I I've been in. I, I really don't wait till the summer to get prep. You know, I I, I kind of prep. I take a few weeks off in January and start prepping. You know, year round really for for sports. But um, we we had a setback with Zach uh, with his health. You know, on, on this past Friday. So really, the last five or six days have, have been kind of a whirlwind of, um, you know, he's been in the hospital and, and with his so, with some issues with his heart. And uh, we, we've just been trying to kind of keep up with that. We brought him home yesterday, uh, which is great, but it's not like, oh, you know, normally you get out of the hospital and, you know, you're, you're cured and everything's good. I mean, he, he's, a, you know, he's doing, he's in good spirits. He's home with us um, and where his mom can take really good care of him and, and uh, this was just going to be a long process to kind of see how his heart responds to, to some of the medications that that he's on. And, um, you know, this is like a three or four months kind of thing uh, to kind of see how it recovers. But um, uh, the key is being, you know, being patient and, and positive and and, um, you know, getting a little. We just got back from a walk right before I came on with you guys. We took our dogs for a walk, but little walks like down the street and back. So, um, yeah, this came out of nowhere, man. Um, it, it's, 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 it's another example of, you know, you guys being athletes, you understand this, you know, you do a physical, it's one thing, but you do an echo, it's called an echocardiogram and it, it really examines the heart. It's more of an ultrasound on the heart, checks the pressures of your heart, it checks the size of the heart. And, um, really I talked to Ryan day about it the other day. I, I just think, College, I don't know if they do that in the NFL, but I, I really would encourage anybody who, who's playing sports to, to just go a little bit more than just doing your normal physical or even EKG wiring. That, that's not really enough. I, the echo is what you really need to, to discover some things that potentially can, can be scary. You know, So 
we're very fortunate that he got the the echo and and found some stuff. He was originally diagnosed with with pneumonia because they thought he had um, you know some fluid in his lungs, but that turned out not to be uh, the case at all. But he had very few symptoms. Like you you would never know uh, that, that he was dealing with what he's dealing with. Um, so. Uh, we're at the beginning of this. We're going to be positive, and and uh, and uh, it's a long haul, and he's he's going to get better. Hell yeah! So that's what I've been up. That's what I've been up to. Hey, he's a Herb Street. He works hard. Hey, this ain't nothing. We're going we're going to be okay. You know what I mean? Zach's yeah. going to be good. Yeah. Zach, member yep. of the Ohio State football team. Yep. So I, I do believe, you know, Ryan Day probably has it. There's a lot of people that have showcased yeah. because they've met the Herb Street family who are obviously sending positive vibes. I hope you guys feel them from all of us as well. And whenever you bring up that echo chamber test thing, it's like we saw in soccer that got like yeah. a lot of young right? A lot of young, it feels like very physically capable human beings have had some heart stuff seemingly pop up a lot more as of late than it had in the past. I'm not diving into what the internet could potentially say about that whole thing, but I do believe we should potentially all start looking into ourselves a little bit earlier than maybe we thought we should start doing things. Because I think even like colon cancer which is something like you're not even supposed to check until you're like 40 50 mm -hmm. years old it's like think that should be checked a little bit earlier these days yep. heart i think we should do that so tell zach please that because he is awesome and because he's about to beat some ass here the messaging hopefully out of his, through his name and his situation is that more people will get themselves checked out yeah. because he's, yeah. hey he's a dog zach healthy mm -hmm. dog Great hair, yeah. Oh, yeah. handsome son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. Drag. Of course. Handsome, handsome guy. Funny guy, good personality, good energy, good juice. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Good juice. So that does seemingly come out of nowhere, and we're all sending our love yeah. to that big-ass yeah. fucking house you're in right now, Herbie. Yeah, well, <laughs> honestly, man, you, you guys know you live in the Internet world, and, 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 and it's easy to, when you're me, and it's easy to kind of get caught up in, seems like everything is divisive. Everything is negative. You guys do such a good job of celebrating. That's what's so unique about your show is you celebrate the sport. You celebrate the players. You celebrate the moments. But there are a lot of people around the world that don't, you know, and it's easy to get caught up in, like, how cynical the world is and how negative the world is. And something like this happens, and, I, I mean, I can't even tell you uh, how many people have reached out, and it's impossible to reach out to everybody uh, back uh, to them. But... Yeah, I've been, just been overwhelmed with how, how many people we've heard from. I mean, you can't even imagine um, the amount of people that have reached out and, and are concerned about him. So, yeah, to, to everybody that has reached out, we, we really appreciate that and, and feel that wholeheartedly. Hell, yeah. And, Zach, you're going to be all, hey, you're going to have to work now. Mm -hmm. Hey, you're going to have to work. These walks down the street are going to become walks different places. Mm -hmm. You're going to gonna be all right, Zach. We yeah, appreciate yeah, you, Zach. buddy. We appreciate the hell out of you. Go ahead, AJ. Kirk, I guess maybe one of the, the byproducts of having him home, you can probably sit back and watch our Cincinnati Reds just absolutely dominate and take the whole league down, right? That has to be a great feeling, especially guys like me and you that have been lifetime, lifetime fans of the Red Lake. Yeah, yeah, man. I You guys know how I am about the Reds. Yeah, and I'm you. A guy that, we, we know how you are. are. You, yeah, you. AJ just tried to, you know, because you're kind of. Santiago is my favorite player. <laughs> AJ, <laughs> you and me, he yeah, said. the Red Legs. Did you hear that? Despicable. Uh -huh. Chris Sabo, Todd Benzinger. I know all the old. Oh, uh, yeah, the Jason Kendall. I could start <laughs> listing yeah. off pirates from when I was a kid. I'm just telling you, Eric Davis, everybody. <laughs> the mayor. Sean Casey, yeah. first base, <laughs> chirping. Rob Dibble. Every, I can keep going all day long. <laughs> 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 I love that.
I love that. I'll, I'll buy into that. I'll, I'll buy into that. Yeah. Um, two Centerville Cincinnati a, Reds fans. That's all. Right. Now you got to understand. I, I am doing the job that I do. The only thing I have left to be just like all in fan are the Columbus Blue Jackets <laughs> and the Cincinnati, and the Cincinnati Redlegs. And I'm I'm a guy that when the I'm a baseball guy. I'm a dying breed. I'm a diehard baseball fan. I, I get oh, excited yeah. when pitcher, pitchers and catchers show up in February. You know, I, I'm just a baseball guy. And the Reds have sucked for over 10 years. I'm talking at least mathematically eliminated in like early May. You know, the season goes to October and you're done in May. You know, that, that kind of baseball. And last year they lost over 100 games, which is one of the worst in over 100 years of <laughs> baseball. <laughs> And so Red Lakes, huh? the season started the way it has the last 10 years. And I, you know, they, they, they started to show some, they got swept by the Yankees at home and it was kind of like, you know, last 10 years, here we go again. And dude, there's just something different about these guys. It's not just Ellie De La Cruz. It's just, I think it starts with Jonathan India and his leadership. There's just a fight about them. Wow. You know, even when they were losing, they would get down and they would come back and late in the innings you know, in this eighth or ninth inning and just show a lot of just toughness, you know, which is rare in baseball. And they play old school 1980 Cardinals baseball. You know, they hit they hit doubles in the gap. They run bases. Can't hard. be doing that on this show, Herbie. Can't be doing what you just did right there. No way can that be a part of this show. No. <laughs> we cannot be referencing the 1980, whatever city they were in, Cardinals. No St. idea. That can, that can, what's that? St. Louis still. That oh. can't happen. I appreciate what you did there, but let's go ahead and not make a habit out of what just happened there. You know what I mean? Okay, let's not. Listen, what does that mean? Okay, they're bunting, playing boring. Ball, baby. Sure. What is right. it? Moving runners over. You, hey, do me a favor. You sit down real quick. I'll do this for you because you won't even know. I'll say Omar Marino. You remember Omar Marino? Dan's cousin. Yeah. yeah. Out of fucking Oakland, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Omar Marino. They're playing. They're playing old school Pittsburgh Pirates baseball. You know, not Dave Parker and Willie Stargell hitting it into the seats, but uh -huh. Omar Marino, Phil Garner. You know where they have to like. Phil. You know Mike e Mike Easler where they're like hitting it in the gap. Do you remember the, the chops pages? Omar had too Man, back in the day? Like, oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. my god! The throw the stash. Yeah, yeah throwing yeah. lefty, batting but, lefty. You know. <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah. Guy was born in 1952. I mean, what a player! What an absolute player Jeez. that guy Omar Marino was, wasn't he? Yeah, playing yeah. center field. Put his picture up. Pop his picture up. Dude it was six foot it. two. Whenever I want to see Dan's I, brother. Whenever he was. <laughs> oh, cousin, 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 dude. What is that? Oh, that's him right there. Yeah, that's what he looked oh, like. Shit, I remember. You, you pulled it up. <laughs> you dude. I remember him, dude. Yeah, you yeah. always said that quick. I wish I could dude. steal bases like Omar did. And when you were growing out your chops, I was like. My Omar Marino's got these. First thing you said to me, hey, those traps look like Omar's. And then did you see first Google search? I wasn't the only one that thought that. First no. Google search, the photo was of his child. Look, yeah, that is right the, there. So me and Google feel the same exact way yeah. whenever we think of Omar Marino. Are they going to win it all? They don't have enough to win it all. They got a deep enough, uh, they got a deep enough bullpen, huh? We got enough aces in the bag, huh? Mm. <laughs> What's that, dude? It's a good show, isn't it? You hold, you hold that bat like you know baseball. I do know. You hold yeah. Omar Marino. Yeah, that, that, that World Series team. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know if I'm a lefty. I do got the um, – Herbie, we got 
Big news in the baseball world in this particular office. A, watch the College World Series a couple things. Yeah. yeah. Big win out of LSU overweight. Did, did you watch two innings of the College World Series? On two different nights. On two different nights. So four. I'll tell you what, though. I was watching, and I saw the three with the number and then a down triangle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this seven innings? No, no, no. Nine. Oh, okay, yeah. not going to make it, but I do see what's going on here. Uh, we got this win reality thing that CC Sabathia was uh, marketing. I think I'm going to be able to bat against Shohei Otani later, right in here, mm-hmm. in virtual reality. Yep. That's me. That's going to be me right there, Kirk. So maybe wow. one, maybe once wow. I feel some pitches, I'll get into baseball a little bit more. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? <laughs> you, you're just not into the base, baseball at all, huh? Too slow. You led the show yesterday about how baseball works for one at best. Who's the baseball? Who's the baseball guy on the show? Todd. Besides, I know AJ's an expert. Besides that, well, yeah. just of the Reds, obviously AJ. I'm guessing yeah. I got Ty. Yep. I got Ty as mm-hmm. a baseball. Oh, guy. I love. I love. I mean, I tell you what, Kirk. When you said the thing about you know getting excited and having the the ar- the hairs raise up on your arms when pitchers and catchers report, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I love it. That's good. There's 12 people in here. That's one guy. So I think that's kind of what we're talking about. <laughs> that's that's reflective of the country. That's reflective <laughs> of the country. Yeah. We can get better, though. Shohei's a good start. Yep. Mm-hmm. Put him on a winning team. I think people will start to be a little bit more electrifying. Yeah. Bo Cruz and Ellie De La Cruz, both of them, too. Great. Great. Yeah. De La Cruz is great for ooh, ooh. How does Connor not like baseball being a Red you know, being a Boston guy? Like, that, that, I, I would figure he would be a diehard. All baseball. four of their major sports, you know, Kirk, I, you got the Patriots, Bruins, and Celtics. I need one month to myself, and it's July. Okay? Sorry. But if I they win a World it. Series, he's I, hanging one. Yeah, I, I'll lead the bandwagon, no doubt about it. In October, I'll be there. But if it's not in October, I'm not there. I'm sorry. The sports how, do you, how do you – now, did you grow up in that area, in, the, in that Boston area? Oh, yeah. We actually – Base, probably the biggest moment of my baseball life when the Red Sox won the 2004 World Series to reverse the curse. I went to opening day in 2005 in front of the Yankees when they got their rings. Hey, just real quick. Did you see that documentary about the uh, Boston Shooters? There's a new one. Yeah. There's a new yeah. one that just yeah. came out. Worth a watch. No, not the new one. I haven't seen that. When was that out? There Wasn't there a... The just, Boston yeah. bombing doc? Yeah. Yeah, it was fairly yeah. recent. Yeah, last yeah, month. No, sorry, not shooters. But it ended with a shootout oh, in yeah. the middle it's of uh, Watertown. Watertown or whatever. I guess Con- what's, it call- what's, it, what's it called? Oh, I think fuck. it's just the Boston Marathon documentary, honestly. It's worth a watch. It's it's worth a watch. The Boston accents. <sighs> Top tier. <laughs> so good. Let's talk. Let's okay. It's called American Manhunt. All right, there sweet. it is. Zito, good find there. Let's stay in Boston, though. Let's start talking about it. D-Hop, potentially going to be a New England Patriot for Mac Jones. Obviously, they're going to need a little bit more weapons up there. They have a person who's an offensive-minded person calling plays this year. Mac Jones said, yeah, it's normal. You know, I feel pretty good. Yep. And everybody's like, well, that's a shot at last year, having a special teams and a defensive guy running the offense. What do you think about the New England Patriots up there, potentially bringing in D-Hop? And how do you see Mac Jones having another year? Is this guy going to make it in the NFL or not? What do you think? Let me just say this. I'm not going to say they're going to be the most improved offense and he'll be the most improved quarterback in the league, but he's going to be in the top three. And the, and the, and and without a doubt, the Patriots are going to be one of the top three improved offenses I'm one thousand percent behind Mac Jones. I, I, I there, there's, there's, of all the quarter, the younger quarterbacks that have not ha- had an opportunity to kind of prove their consistency and and what they can offer. I, I'm just telling you right now. I sit here in whatever month we're in, June. June. I'm telling you right now that Mac Jones is going to be Pro Bowl caliber quarterback in the very near future, whether it's this year or in the next coming year, couple years. He's that good. 
Um, I, I did a, I did a thing for the draft, uh, in 21 where I sat down with Trevor and Justin Fields and Mac and a few other guys that went out that year. There were like five of them in the first round. And he was by far, by far the most impressive guy when it came to, he was coming out of Sark's offense, uh, at Alabama at the time, that 1920 national championship team where they blew Ohio State out. I would say that everybody talks about Burrow in 19 at LSU. I would say 20 with Mac because when you talk to him about the offense, he was honestly the most impressive quarterback I've ever spoken to in college about like what he sees and how his brain processes and how it fires. So give me a break on what they were doing offensively last year. I mean, that, that, that he had no chance. He not only did he not have weapons around him, but what they were doing schematically, he had no chance. So to blame him, is a bunch of bullshit. So you get you get Billy O'Brien, yes, who is as good of offensive mind as there is, to come in there and work with Mac Jones. I'm telling you right now, you're going to see a drastic change in in what he's doing as a quarterback, and what uh, and what the Patriots are going to be able to do on that side of the football. So that's just my feelings. We'll see where it is when the season starts, but get ready for a, a much improved uh, Patriots season this year. Yeah, sounds like it. I mean, I really enjoyed listening to you have that much passion about it because the stories that were coming out of last year, and you probably know more than us because you're doing Thursday night, you're having actual conversations behind closed doors and getting information from people. Allegedly, Mac Jones would ask a question on like a Wednesday about a potential situation that could arise in the game, and he was being told, we'll cross that bridge when it comes. It's like every situation I've been in, in the professional league the men's league i don't know what it's like in college where it's like hey just shut up it won't happen just in some places not saying that happens everywhere but in the men's league like that's expected out of the quarterback like hey we need to and instead of that was that was wild to hear and i think it kind of put a little bit better depiction of what was going on pat go back go back to last year i'm sure you guys watch every game how many times did you see the frustration on mac jones's face and a lot of times people blamed him for immaturity and being a crybaby you know, the number of times a camera caught him, very frustrated, looking Ow. at the sidelines. Yeah. And you know what I mean? There was many games. Well, this is a guy that, ne- I mean, he's a, he's a bit of a hothead. When he was a freshman and sophomore in college, you know, you had Jalen Hurts right. and you had uh, Tua there. And he's down there getting in fights with first round draft, f- future first round draft pick defensive linemen. And they used to call him McEnroe because he grew up playing tennis. He's a big tennis guy. And Saban told me we called him McEnroe because he's a some bitch had a temper. You know, he's this kid. I, he's like, I've never seen a guy, a quarterback, to have this kind of temper. Hell yeah. So he has that in him. He has that, like, disposition of getting fiery and, and, and you know, combative. And so a couple times the cameras last year, even the game that we had, we had him on a Thursday night against Buffalo, and, and he was frustrated. Who would not be frustrated with what they were trying to do last year? And, again, he had very few weapons around him, not to mention – he didn't have the best scheme to, to attack. So, yeah, I mean, I think anybody who's a competitor is going to get frustrated. But you, but you build in that background. This guy is is a leader. He doesn't have the size. He's not an imposing looking with the stature that some of these guys are. But do not be fooled yep. by that. This guy is one of a kind when it comes to the intangibles and what he can bring to a team. So, yeah, I am passionate about it because I've seen what he can do. And I've seen his mind and how that works. There's no question again that that if they they, uh, they get the right pieces around him, you know th- this guy can not only flourish but he can be one of the elite quarterbacks I think in the NFL. D Hop would be a great addition to Perfect. that, uh, and he knows yeah. Bill O'Brien's offense. Good, AJ. Yeah, he would. But Kirk, along those lines, 
the division's only getting better when you look around his division. Like how how can they navigate this path? And, and obviously they're going to be improved, but how how much better can they be? Like how much better is that? You think they can make a playoff run? Well, again, I I think the DNA of of that that franchise speaks for itself. You know, I know that they've been off, you know, and they've been trying to find things. Um, I'm not saying that this kid can be Tom Brady, obviously, but I do think that he can provide enough playmaking ability. I think they've done a nice job with picking up some pieces around him. Uh, you bring in Billy O'Brien, who, uh, again, I, you, know, you could say whatever you want about his experience as a head coach and the way it ended at Houston. It doesn't take away his ability to pick apart a defense, uh, understand defense's weaknesses, and, and how to come up with some answers. And, and to me, yeah, the, the, that division is better uh, for obvious reasons. I mean, a lot of high-profile names right now. Um, but you need to see that come together. You know, I, I, I think a lot of that has to do with potential. Uh, the Bills we know are the Bills. You know, that we, we know that that is a proven the Bills. Um, the Bills. You know, collection of players that we know that they're going to make a run and they're going to be right in the thick of things, not only in the East, but in the entire conference. Uh, the, the Dolphins and the Jets, to me, they show potential. You look at them on paper. We, we saw times when Tua was healthy. Those guys really clicking. But um, I, I, I just respect the Patriots and Bill Belichick as long as he's there as a head coach. Um, I'm just one of those guys that if he has the right quarterback, I would never write them off. So yeah. that's going to be one of the more exciting divisions, I, I think, in the entire year this year. I concur. Can't wait to see what the Jets do because with the rumors that maybe Dalvin Cook goes over there. He's liking tweets. Would Joe Douglas be able to make that work? Maybe D-Hop joins him over Ooh. there. Maybe D-Hop goes to the Patriots. Diana Rossini said he is waiting for uh, – he's mauling offers from the Titans and the Patriots. Are there other teams in the mix, like the Chiefs? Mm. Anybody else that's always in the mix for everything? We shall see. The NFL never stops. Let's turn to college a little bit. Go ahead, Tone. Yeah, Herbie. Uh, I've started the the NCAA research for the year, and I was kind of trying to look at a team that could potentially be this year's TCU, and I was seeing if you had any thoughts on that. I was like maybe like a North Carolina. Teams that are returning a ton of stars, a ton of, all, ton of All-Americans, uh, Kansas, Washington, teams like that. Uh, you think there could be another TCU this year? Uh, th- there's always a team that, that kind of comes out of nowhere. Let, let's face it, you know, with college football – I really feel like this year in 2023 is a bit of a, it's almost like a, I don't want to call it a lame duck year. But Whoa, because like, oh, West Virginia's going oh, to oh, Penn State. Oh. West Virginia's going to Penn State. And we're going to win. And win, and then we're going to Duquesne, and we're winning. Win. And we're win. winning, Whoa. and then everybody else that's really good at football yeah. that we got left yep. on the schedule. Winning. Win. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're trying to, this is what Ohio people do. You hear yes. this? A lot of people trying to diminish what West Virginia is about to accomplish yeah. by saying what they're about to accomplish. Yeah. Now, if we lose bro, by bro. 50. It's did, did, did West Virginia come out of my mouth? No, but what happened was, you see, <laughs> what we think is going to happen for West Virginia. Can we pop up the schedule for us? Yeah. Herbie, look at West Virginia is set to go on a national right. championship yeah, run. For Win. sure. Win. Win. L. Win. L. Wait, wait, wait. L. Oh, 2K. Tell, tell him, Herbie. 2K. Tell him, Herbie. 2K. L. Win. L. Win. What? Win. Well, yeah, yeah. L. Win. L. Win. Oh. L. Whoa. Is he on? Repeat, put it. He's not L. on there. It's skipping. It's skipping. He's, he's still on there? You still on there? I think we're L. skipping. They're skipping what you're saying. Is the audio okay? Oh. Two and ten, Herbert. One, bro. Oh, bro. Two. As much as you want to bet 
as much as you want to bet. How many games are we going to win, Herb? If you get over six, I'll, I'll give you anything you want. You get over six. <laughs> All right, that house. <laughs> yeah, the house. All right, we know we can't I'm not putting mine up. But. All, right. <laughs> yeah. All right, go go to the next one. We ain't going to win that one. Matt, Penn State, win. W, uh, uh, Duquesne, two. W. Pitt, W, Texas Tech, W. Can we get some more Duquesne? We need more Duquesne. No! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why, why, yeah. why don't we look at the chamber? All right, let's dive into it. Let's talk about before you disrespected a season in which West Virginia is going to win, and we had to stop you. Had to stop you for that whole thing. The lame duck thing is a fascinating because all eyes, I mean, we did it last year. What's the playoff going to look like in two years from now? We did that last year. We were looking at it. And all of us, I think, while we're sitting on a set and we go to commercial break and we're walking back to the other one, it was like, that would be awesome. Like, yeah. if, that was, yeah. if that was happening right now, that would, be, yeah. that would be awesome if that was to take place. We're going to have to do that for another year, seemingly. So that's what you mean by, like, all eyes are pretty much on next year, even though there's some – I mean, is Kirby, is his legacy, yep. yeah. Nick Saban bounce. There's a lot of storylines, but it does feel like next year's playoffs are going to be the big topic throughout the entire season. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, everybody's bracing for the 12-team playoff, which, which, is, which is cool and, and gets a lot of excitement. But I, I think what people are underestimating is how much more movement there's going to be oh. in, the, in the realignment. You know, I, I, feel like, I feel like the Big Ten and the SEC – who are the big pillars in this whole thing? I just feel like I don't know when it's going to happen, but they're not staying at sixteen. You know, they're they're they're, they're going to go to at least twenty. And so, who's going where? Right? I mean, where's North Carolina going? Where's Oregon going? Where's Washington going? You know, where where where's Clemson going to end up? Where's Florida State going to go? Where's Miami? Like, there, mm. there's just so much to me that's fascinating. That I'm sure it won't happen. Maybe it will in this during the season, but I'm guessing it happens after this year. So when I say lame duck year, I, you know me, I, yes. I get excited about West Virginia Duquesne. Like I can watch that game and be very very excited. But yes, let alone what let another alone, example, please, please, <laughs> please, another example so people understand let, what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, bro, I love any sport. I love any game in college football, but I. I just think that th this is going to be a fascinating time as we sit here and talk next June, getting ready for the 24 season. How many teams are going to be in the SEC? You know, how many teams are going to be in the Big Ten? What's left of the ACC? What's left? Is the Big 12 taking the Pac-12? Is the Pac-12 now the Mountain West? What's left of it? So I, 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 we're going to have so many more answers that I, I find – I find it interesting. I, 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 it makes us all look to 24. So that's what I mean when I say blame duck. It's not just that, you know, we're going to 12 teams for the playoff. It's, it's a lot more than that. Got it. And uh, that, that, you know, we'll see. But, it, you know, this is still going to be a, a fucking great year in college football. Agreed. Every year is a great year in college football. I agree. Yeah. I, and I think last year, whenever I got to experience it, and I've said this numerous times, getting to experience it through your, your guys' show – is like, I mean, I felt 
like I got to experience college football like in a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like every town, I was actually in a movie. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, here's the here's the greatest college football season that you could potentially have. You're gonna be there. You're gonna see everything. You're gonna get to talk about everything. You're gonna meet everybody that's in it. Like incredibly thankful to be a part of the program that you and many others over there have built up to the institution that it is. But those storylines that start creeping in, like you said, team coming out of nowhere, TCU coming out of nowhere yeah. was insane. First so year cool. as a head coach. And now the storyline, seemingly the big one takeaway is like, is Kirby smart, John Cena to the rock, <laughs> Nick Saban? You know, is your time is up, my time is now? Is that is that a whole part of this entire conversation? Like Saban's not gonna go be, be, be don't you gotta you gotta be a step ahead of everything in, in this world, right? Be really careful of listening to oh, David Pollock said there's a new it's a new that's right when Alabama comes back yes. and yeah. just throws their trump card down and whips everyone's I, I, I haven't even really like dug in. I'm already leaning to Alabama to win the national championship. <laughs> <laughs> just when you fucking say Nick's done, Alabama's done, Kirby's goodbye. Here comes Alabama. They're going to win it all. So if I'm betting right now, I don't even know what it says in Vegas. I'm betting Alabama to win the national championship. I Aaron, love I would say, at this point, it's guaranteed. We'll see it with injuries and what happens, but do not sleep on Bama. Go ahead. George is the favorite, and then Ohio State and Bama are have the exact same odds at number two. I love that you, though, sitting at the end of the table. Oh, poor old Alabama. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that is a Herbie. That is a Herbie specialty. Whenever we're making the picks, it's always like, a, oh, poor old Kentucky. Huh? Got <laughs> poor old, oh yeah. Well, gee whiz, I don't know what Alabama's going to do. But to answer your question, Tone, I would say you're on it with Washington because they come out of the Pac-12. I like that one. Um, Carolina is going to get a lot of hype because of the, the Drake May kid, and, and they sh- he's a great player. Uh, I, you know, I, I would I would throw those two in there. Penn State, I know they got to play West Virginia, which is going to be a terrifying <laughs> game for them. But I start I the like season Penn, in a hole. Like, Sorry about it. <laughs> Sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> I like Penn State. Um, oh, okay. And if I were going to throw like a crazy holy shit team out there, I would say Illinois. Out of the Big Ten, uh, wow! With Brett Bielema, hey, they play 1980s yeah. Cardinals yep. football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. They, they they play they play old school. Pac-Man has a question for you, Herbie. Speaking of all these conferences, how do you rank? I, I, you ain't got to rank all of them. Give me your top four. Is it SEC? Then what? Uh, the SEC and the Big Ten every year, you know, are right there. I I, I would say that. SEC and the Big Ten are, are going to still be one and two. I don't. I don't. I would guess that the depth. If you look at the depth of the Big Twelve, yeah, I would probably, yeah. especially with all the changes that they, that they make. You know, a- adding um, adding more teams in and keeping Oklahoma and Texas at least for this year. It's kind of an unusual year for the Big Twelve. So I think they'll have the, the you know more depth in, than the Pac twelve and the ACC. So I'd, I'd say that powerhouse because of West Virginia being in there really raises the Big 12 up oh, significantly. Wait. So I would put them <laughs> at third. Yeah, they're Chambers Elite Climbers. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. captains of the team. Those are awards they're giving out for the weight. You know this, AJ. You were wishing you were a member of the CAC. Oi! Oi! 
Oi! Herbie, you don't know what this is because you've been dealing with like actual real <laughs> yeah. life stuff and we've just been yeah. carousing the internet looking for anything to talk about for three hours every single day. Mm -hmm. The West Virginia Weight Room has put out their awards and the name of the award is the Chambers Elite Climbers. Wow. That is a catchy <laughs> name. That is something you want to be. That is something you strive to be. What? And that is just, that's only a third of them. There All was right. a bunch of other winners as well. Right. Look out, Bama. The boys are ready to climb. So Big Name 12, of the business school. They yeah. actually put the Big 12 on their back, and they're climbing them up the relevancy. Mm -hmm. You're welcome, yeah. okay, huh? to everybody. Connor has a question for you, Kirk. Thank you for saying the truth about West Virginia. A lot of other conversations happening about West Virginia right now. Yeah, Kirk. A lot of other conversations. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. Just saying, and speaking of, I'm glad we pulled up the CEC. Be on the lookout for Ollie Taylor this year. He looks like he's about to have a massive <laughs> season. Third from the left on the bottom. He's a dog. Look Ollie out. Ollie Straw. Ollie Straw. That's what I meant. Bottom Taylor. Yeah, sorry. Ollie Taylor is what they call him because he tailors everybody's game so well. Because okay. he's the quarterback. Oh, right. this guy's the Taylor. He's the Taylor of the team. Got you know it, Taylor Gang. Got yeah, got bingo, it. bingo. But Kirk, uh, another new kind of school that everyone's got their eyes on. We were talking about him last hour. Colorado with Prime. Obviously, the idea is that it's going to take a little bit, but how long do you think it really Really will be? Do you think they're kind of going to be the Pac-12 team going forward as UCLA and USC leave? And do you think there are NFL guys on this roster right now already? Well, first, I heard you guys talking earlier about Prime, and obviously, I don't know all the details to that. But I, I, I remember last uh, last year, Pat, when we visited with him, him talking about his health, and he's been dealing with some stuff for for uh, you know a long time now, and. You know, our thoughts and prayers are with him. I, I don't know if, if that's a done deal. He's going. Is he going into emergency surgery today or tomorrow? I do believe Pac-Man talked to tomorrow morning. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I mean, that, that I heard talk about a little bit about that potentially last week and reached out to him. Um. So, man, that that's that's you know on our on our minds first and foremost. You've had so, blood all, clots, all, right? Isn't that something you've you yeah. and him shared uh, kind of yeah. kindred spirits there, right down in Jackson, if I yeah. recall. Yeah, yeah, yep, absolutely. So, but his is much more serious than than what I dealt with. So, hope all is is going to be okay with him. As far as you know, their team. I I think in this era of the transfer portal, I don't know if there's a more fascinating study than Colorado. You know, I remember his first speech when he talked about you know the Louis uh, luggage he has coming in, and and he brought it in, and he had a lot of guys that <laughs> that left and. I don't know the exact numbers of the turnover between where they were last year and how many new faces they have this year, but um, seventy six. You know that, that's going to be how many seventy six in the portal. Pac Man said seventy six portal. Damn, <laughs> seventy six he brought in or yes. left? Seventy six that he brought in. Well, sixty some had wow. to leave. Yeah, seventy six yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, it's basically obviously just a new roster, yeah. you know. And and if you've seen them play since last time they were good, I think Pat, you and Pac-Man were in school. It was the last time they put a competitive team on the field. So it's been any kind of change is probably probably a good thing. Um, so, but how did you know? You always wonder how's a team like that gel. We saw SC do that with Lincoln Riley, not to that level, but they gelled pretty well. And you know they they had a good year. Michigan State a couple years earlier made a lot of changes, so it can happen. But um, I do know, without naming names, I do know that there are a lot of Pac-12 coaches that are anxious to play Colorado. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think there are a lot, a lot of people that are excited. I got good news to, for them. To, I got good news for them. Prime's ready to play the Pac-12 opponents as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah, the know, other conferences. That, <laughs> but I yeah. think that's what makes it so exciting. You know, is is 
there are a lot of people before you didn't even know Colorado was playing, you know, and, and now every week you're going to be like, who, who, who's Colorado playing this week? You know? So Dude. yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm very, very intrigued to see, you know, what happens with him, you know, not just this year, uh, but, but in the future and, you know, is Connor, I don't know. I, where's Colorado go? There's talk about with all the moves in the big 12, they could mm-hmm. end up in the big 12, you know, uh, them and Utah, you know, once SC and UCLA leave, there's talk about the Big 12 trying to bring Colorado and, and Utah into, into that region, so into that conference. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, they're talking about UConn coming into the Big 12, too. Let's not do that. Okay, Big 12, did yeah. you hear what Herbie said earlier about, mm. you know, being good and everything like that? I guess basketball. That's basketball. They're bringing them in for hoops? Yeah, but I think it's going to be a full, right? Because I think they're currently yeah. not in a. I mean, they might give WU a run this year if they. Seriously, Huskies, Mountaineers is going to be that a UConn barn Huskies. They were yeah. huge barn barn team last year. Are you talking about Duquesne right now? Is that no, what you're no, talking no. about? I'm talking about UConn and West Virginia. Yeah, I remember well, that. You know what? House. You know what? You know what? You know what we got to do? We got to set with all this talk. We got to set up a Duquesne UConn like scrimmage. Yeah, that would, be, that would make that sense. That would be a hell of a matchup. That would that make sense. It would not be a hell of a matchup. It would be a blowout. Duquesne. He said Duquesne, UConn, oh, not UConn. us. Okay. Yeah, we, that's why we're on his side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Du- Duquesne, UConn, for sure. Have it you, be- you, you're saying it's going to be a blowout that Duquesne would blow UConn out because now you guys got to deal with exactly. UConn or, or deal with Duquesne, right? Is that no, what you West Virginia's beating both, both of them. Both of them. Well, by by yeah. a combined score of 100 to zip. I don't know. You the guys look small. I'm going to say they put some, po- some pictures of the guys on our particular team. <laughs> yeah. And after watching some of these teams up close and personal – you know, like th- that TCU team walks by us the first time in Kansas. They walk by us. Oh, boy. Holy shit. <laughs> this is a big team. They are large. We're standing on an Even elevator. that one guy whose name you messed up, he was big, too. 91? You thought he was on the other team? Yeah, that was Felix. King Felix, uh, uh, he's at Kansas State. He, uh... Felix. <laughs> yeah, he's not in the college anymore. Who no. cares? Yep, doesn't matter. So I said, King, he's in the NFL, though. The guy's a player. Guys, beast. Guys, but he went to the Chiefs. He dog, absolute yeah, dog. Of course. King Felix. That was a tough morning. That was a tough flight home. That was in Oregon. It was early. It was dark. What do you want from me? <laughs> no. What a time. Some of those scenes are amazing, Kirk. Amazing. Legit. I'm serious. Like those are that Oregon thing. It was pitch black whenever we started that show. Not even a thought yeah. of the sun coming up. Not even- Just the smell of weed in the air. That's all you could smell. What? Yeah. yeah. Seems like a yeah. In Oregon, they're big, they're big on that. I think. Well, I do believe they're. They're certainly with it. And then Montana, same thing. Oh, yeah. That place, Kirk. I can't wait. How many? Okay. That was cold. That was cold. Cold. That was like. Like, I think that was minus 10. Uh-huh. We just sat there three hours, no movement. And we have to. Frosted. Sorry, we got to get rid of the heaters on the bottom on your feet because we actually need to save some stuff for, like, the internet. Mm-hmm. Like, so we can. Yeah. So we can do that. So we got to pull these things, like, 45 minutes in. So, you know. Kirk and Reese got some real nice shoes on. Yes, oh, yeah. they, they are. They're really, really, really. Mistake. Mistake. Yeah, yeah. Big mistake. I felt real smart when I looked at your guys' shoes. When I looked at your guys' shoes, I'm like, because I had some big boy. Oh, yeah, Faldo. Faldo killed it. I yeah, remember that. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. AJ. Ripped it. What? Look at his sweet <laughs> outfit, too. Yeah. They love those yeah. people AJ, in Montana. You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. You, I'm a big golf fan, Kirk. You know that. Sir is his name, Faldo. <laughs> yeah, the, they had a sign earlier in the show. And I, to Montana? they said, don't move to Montana is what the sign. Mm-hmm. Don't move to Montana was on college game day. And then at the end there, 
Faldo says, I just moved here like two months ago. Yep. And then I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's winning over. I don't know if that's going to win over the home crowd. Uh, Herbie, we appreciate the hey, hell Patty, Patty you, you met his wife too, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, we rode in the yep. same car back to the uh, to the uh, the office or whatever across yep. that field. Oh, Lady Faldo. Yep. Lady yep. Faldo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were, we, uh, we headed out. I was in the ba- I was in the trunk of the car. I was in the trunk of the nice. thing. Oh, nice. Okay. And I don't know if they knew that I was in there or not. You know, so they were sitting right in front of me, and then obviously the drivers. It was an. Estuary. How was that? What was that like? Well, the first conversation they were having, I I did feel automatically prone to tell them that I was there. So hey, let's. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are about to say to each other. You know, big jackets. Didn't really turn around. I was in the back. So I. They talked about. What were the they show. talking about? They're talking about the show. Okay, let's let's, oh. not, let's not get. Too oh, they crazy. loved it. Were they supportive? Did they like it? Yeah, yeah, super supportive. Everybody's super like pumped to be there. Questions he knows the answers. To. Well, Kirk has heard the story maybe before, and <laughs> I'll leave out some parts for sure. But it did get to a point you where sure? I, was, I was like, "Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, good work, good work, okay. good work, good work, good work." And then hopped on a plane and got out of there, and said, "I met a guy that was knighted." Anyways, Herbie, <laughs> we appreciate the hell out of you. Thank you for taking time. Please send our love to Zach. I assume or hope that he. And, and let him know that his his brother, you know, Jake, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. is really committing completely to the role that he has mm-hmm. here at our show. And yeah. we are incredibly honored and thankful that we have mm-hmm. him as an intern here at the Pat McAfee show. And yep. There we go. <laughs> Taking the bull by the horns back there. Now it's a little blurry because he's always moving. Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? He's always Is moving. Is he wearing his padded pants again? I want to see him. No. He did yesterday. Uh, he had a shooting sleeve on earlier. He and I did the, Baseball. St- he did the Stairmaster this morning, uh, which is my go-to. Stairmaster. That's a tough one. Stairmaster's tough. Oh. I was at 186 this, this morning on the heart rate thing. Wow. Yeah, I had to get wow. off. Yeah, I thought I was dead. I thought I was dead. You do, do you do you do like a hit? You go up for like 30 seconds or a minute, then down? or? So this is what happened, Kirk. This morning I woke up, felt like a little baby back bitch. Didn't want to work okay. out. Didn't want to work out. You know, felt sore, felt tired. Yeah. Didn't want to do it. So I came into the office, sure. and I'm like, all right, going to work. I walked around 15 minutes delaying the inevitable. You know what I mean? Like anytime, It's coming. It's coming. Anytime, it's coming. Yeah. anytime coaches are like doing sprints, I am certainly trying to give us a little bit more break time. Sure. Okay, I am trying to work this whole thing. Ask questions. I'm kind of extending the time here so I can catch my breath. I feel like I'm doing us all a favor, but there has been times where it's backfired and all of a sudden we get less time because I'm talking. And Mm -hmm. those are rough nights afterwards, you know, with everybody that I've affected. But I walked around 15 minutes. I got on there, and uh, I said, let's get started on this thing. And I clicked the wrong workout. It's a touchscreen, and there's two of them. And I guess I clipped this bottom one. I normally do the top one, Rolling Hills. Is what I do. I did one that was just a full uphill sprint. <laughs> oh no! And this thing, it beat the shit out of me. And I, I almost, I sat down afterwards. Uh, 186 was the last one, and I'm like, "Get me out of here!" 1400 steps, just straight up, pretty much. And wow, quick, quick, dude. quick, quick. That's I, brutal. I sit down. I'm dripping in sweat. Your kid comes in. Okay, Jake comes in, and he's like. Uh, Good morning, Pat, or whatever. I'm like, good morning, Herbo. And I'm like dying. And he's like, today's the day I'm going to get on the Stairmaster. I'm like, I don't know if you want to fuck with that thing today. I don't, know, I don't know if you want to mess with that thing today. He got on there. Yeah. He was up at like 181. He did a whole thing. Moving. He's been working his ass off, Kirk. He's in here every single morning. Yeah. I mean, he's been getting after That's it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's he, awesome. He's kicking ass. Well, he, loves, he loves you guys, man. He, lo- he loves hanging out and working with you guys. It's it, You know, last year, 
you know, he didn't bring his iPad or his, his laptop. <laughs> yeah. He took uh, t- 38 days of vacation. There you go. There and, uh, you guys beat him up good and taught him about the real world. And and I think this year he's he's just like, thank you, sir. May I have another? So he, he's very <laughs> yeah. appreciative. And I know he loves the opportunity to be around and learn from you guys. Well, he's got great parents, yep. great family. Yep. And we're lucky to tell him, hey, that ain't Jake. Don't be a fucking clown. Can't do that. Yeah. First of all, don't say that. Not allowed to. Mm-hmm. Yep. Should not feel comfortable saying that. Also, let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good kid. Just like all your, all you Herb Streets. Yeah. Yeah. All, yeah. We appreciate the hell out of you for joining us, man. Send our love. We appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen. The face of college love football you guys. and Thursday night football guys. in the NFL, Kirk Herb Streets. Yeah. All right, let's get to a break. Let's get to a break. He's supposed to be on for 15, 20. Good. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, a lot to talk about. Yeah. I feel, I feel like a bad person because he probably was needed potentially back in the house. But on the flip side, also, you know, let's talk about some stuff that Kirk Herbstreit knows a lot about. Yeah, yeah. shooting the shit. I'm researching all The here. boys. What are you talking about? I start researching. He's great at predicting games. He gave you, what, five wins for WVU? Uh, no, it, I think oh. I counted three. <laughs> I, think, I don't think any. Uh, well, did you hear how Ohio that. State's doing this year? They're not winning at all. <laughs> if we're going to go <laughs> off of that. Losers. If we're gonna get, if we're gonna we go off see, that, won't we? We will see. Well, Saban ain't gonna see shit. He's gonna see another natty because everybody's talking about how Kirby's smarter than Nick. Boat That's racing right. everybody. <laughs> Yo, uh, I make this one. West Virginia <laughs> okay. is okay. winning. Now, I, I would say. like to say, what that, if you miss? Well, let's talk about that. Uh-oh. So we let the universe tell us how that whole submersive thing was going to end yesterday. Mm -hmm. On this stage, with one of these balls, looking at that hoop, I said, hey, universe, I make this shot. These people that signed up and paid a quarter of a million dollars each to get down into a tube two miles deep into the ocean Mm -hmm. with a remote controller that is worth $29 from Logitech, whose stock has since crashed completely. Paying a quarter of a million dollars to do this. They get lost. If I make this shot, they're going to be alive. Yep. I made shot. Swish. Cash. Perfect. Thank you, universe, for letting us know. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. It, it, <laughs> is, uh, it is with uh, great regret and disappointment that we tell you. Yep. They've run out of uh, oxygen, officially. Yes. Uh-huh. And there's been debris found in the area in which... Yep. They expected this thing to potentially be with how fast it can go, where it was headed, and everything like that. They were saying it was 375 pounds of atmospheric pressure or something mm-hmm. like that. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. That could have potentially imploded this little tube that they paid a quarter of a million dollars to go into so they could see the Titanic through a window that was this big yep. and a screen that was this big. Yep. Here is an example of something <laughs> that won. One atmospheric pressure. That's one. Okay. Times that by 375. That was allegedly, we can assume, what happened and how they ultimately lost their lives in this tube down there. Mm-hmm. We have certainly talked about this in a manner that not everybody else has talked about it. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is we don't need whites doing dumb shit like this anymore. <laughs> okay. You look through all the history of the people that have signed up for this thing. No blacks. I don't think so, Ben. I don't think so either. I do not think so. And whenever you make dumb decisions and choose to do things like this, there is a chance that the consequences could be dire. The consequences could be huge. You could lose your life. 
And we need to be reminded of that sometimes whenever people are with the fuckeries mm-hmm. and with the shits. Yep. These people signed up for this. They knew what could happen. Exactly. And if they had a brain looking at it, they should have expected it to happen. It did. They're dead. Rest in peace. Yep. Did they see the Titanic before it blew up on itself? <laughs> is my only question. No chance. No chance. I hope. I do not think so. You don't think they, they were connection. potentially... An hour and 45 minutes in, they lost connection. That's probably when it all happened. Yeah. So how, how long do you think it took them to go? Is what, two miles down? How long do you think it took them to go down? A long time. It's supposed to be like an eight-day thing. No. Eight hours. Total. So, True. Yeah. How long do you think it take to go down now, AJ? Uh, I don't know, but they don't know exactly where it is. So they got they the ship above has to kind of send relays of where hey go 100 yards to the right. They got to send a little text. I'm tired of people telling me not to laugh at this. These <laughs> fucking idiots should not have done this. No, no. Okay, this is like if we if somebody ends up dying because they walk down range at a gun range and they're holding the drink and they're like I can dodge bullets and they end up dying. I'm gonna react the same exact way. Yep. Just want just so we're all clear. Okay. Just so we're all clear. Trying to stop future. Events like this happening. Yeah, know that shit can happen. Yeah. You know, some people like live in this world. Oh, nothing's going to happen to me. Nothing's going to happen. It can't. Mm-hmm. Things can happen to you. This isn't a movie. This isn't the internet. Oh, that'd be fun to go see a Titanic. I'd be able to tell the story forever. The photo I get from this little hole would be awesome. Oh, what, what is the, the bad thing? Well, they say it can die, but NASA, Logitech. Mm-hmm. A writer for The Simpsons did it last year. All I mean, good players. No big deal. Yeah, you can, and you will. Don't do dumb things anymore. Let's get to a break. Good luck finding that thing, too, because if that atmospheric pressure is the real deal, uh, good luck finding a fucking thing the size of a sugar cube in yeah. the ocean because mm-hmm. that's how how much that thing got smushed down to. That train. That's absurd. With the yeah. robot. With the robot, too. They're not sending people down there right now. To get I did see the internet say, you know, at least they went quickly. So it's not a drowning, right? No, 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 no. no. I think that's it. Crushed by pressure. Boom. Squished. It's like garbage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Garbage chute. Like Which a is, bug. would be much better than just sitting down yeah. there stuck somewhere for until now. I assume there was a couple terrifying hours. I, I don't think it went very yeah. smoothly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because this point was uh, brought up earlier by Bill. So even if they somehow figured out how to navigate it with the broken controller, and they were able to get it back up to... The sea. Mm-hmm. Can't they, get out. They couldn't get out. Yeah. Only outside in. Yep. No chance. It's got to be the dumbest thing in the world. It's a jail cell. You're actually going yes. into a jail cell. Can I unlock it? No, no. only from the other. That's a jail cell. Oh. That's cop car. Oh. Jail cell. Yep. You still suffocate. Much so worse. You make it Much worse air. than a jail yeah. cell. Yeah, because you're eating your knee. Yeah, it's smaller and more people. Farting Think- the whole time, too. Oh, one dumper? Oh. Yeah. That's it. Who took the final dump in there? That's another question. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hopefully not. I, I assume as they got squished, they all shit at the same time. We don't like that humans oh, lost their lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 the one dude's stepson is all broken up about it. Yeah, he went to blink. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's getting help, though. Then he sent some. the girl to sit on his head. Yeah. Sit on his face or yeah. something. Well, yeah, he wanted to feel what. It, yeah, yeah. Wanted to feel a little. Fresh. Bring him back oh, to his father. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Don't say I'm toxic. In fairness, she asked. He just volunteered. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Who wants true. me to sit on their face? Me, me, me. I do. Right I'm here. Going some stuff. I don't know yeah. if you heard. My dad's missing. Not just missing. Yeah. Dead. One's for West Virginia. <laughs> okay. So yeah. although the universe was wrong about the submersive thing. <laughs> It'll be right about this one. This if I make one of these three, okay. West Virginia's going into Happy Valley beating Penn State. Yeah. Okay. And then guess what they're doing to the Dukes? Sorry about it. Mm-hmm. Then Pitt and then uh, bang, rattling sorry. off. Sorry. 
Nine to ten straight. And if you miss. We'll see you at the Gator Bowl. If you miss, probably two and ten. Three and nine. How many games? Twelve. Boom, West Virginia. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. There we go. Two more. The universe. Hey, you weren't right yesterday. Let's fucking tighten up. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Ah. Okay. Fucking six games now. Well, it might be Duquesne and now. Eight. God damn it. Might be Duke. Take a break. All right. Everybody needs to right. kind of realign and focus on reality. Okay. If Neil Brown loses to the Duquesne Dukes. I know you're all, you're yeah, all we taking shots not fucking at West lose Virginia, but it feels Duke like Dukes. I'm getting secondhand shots here. Well, you you guys, huh? Yeah, football. you're FCS. You're an Ivy League school. You're all time leading receiver there. Yeah, and sack artist. AJ, fuck off, dude. <laughs> what? You said you're a great receiver. I watched you go through the blaster digs. That was a compliment. No, it wasn't. You, you look like Kenny Pickett, he said. Yeah. yeah. All right, if I make this, Natty. Okay. okay. For West Virginia. Okay. okay. Here we go. Neil Brown. Nick Saban is ne- what Herbie said? Yeah. Yep. Neil Brown is the new Saban. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, wow. yeah. West Virginia's winning the national championship. That means to celebrate. That's AJ Hawk. Sports are happening tonight in the NBA draft. The Toxic Table is here at Ty Schmidt and at Boston Connor rocking a brand new mall product. Great to be here. It looks good, bud. I know. I'm happy with how it held up. I need to get that spray. People see the people see that thing walking around. Really? Yeah, you know how like uh, those big caps started happening? Sure. And everybody like looks at what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. I think when you walk about town with that thing on your head, people are going to say, what the fuck is that? Oh, it's like a big cap. Yeah, I think so. Okay, like Brian Robinson's friend, right? Yeah. Those yeah. ones? Yeah, yeah. Those, those big ones? Yeah, I think you're, I think you're going to I think you're gonna turn some heads with that helmet you got right okay, now. Okay, yeah, we'll keep it going then. We'll see if it's a state fair champion mullet. I don't know about that. We're going to have to grow this thing out. You're getting there. You're getting there. Yeah, if I want to do that, I got to really commit to this blow dryer. Are you going to put some crinkles up there, or are you going to wear it straight every time? Just, just I don't know. So I actually, it's crinkles. funny, funny you like, say that. You know, like the back part, like how you got it wavy in the back, you know, maybe wavy. Is that natural, front. Con? Uh, what, the back or the Your front? curls. I mean, those natural yeah, curls yeah, are My amazing. hair is very curly, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of difficult with um, sometimes the frizz of the whole thing. Yeah, it's an interesting thing because you did just have just long hair straight back. Yeah. Yes, exactly. For a long time. For Yeah, for 20 of those 22 months. And you look cool. I mean, you look really cool. I, I also enjoy having the long hair. because. But yesterday I tried it out, yeah. I can still bun the back, which I appreciate. Yeah, we did see that. You kind of let them all go to sleep yesterday yeah, after the yeah, show. Yeah, exactly. One half of the hammer. Don, Cowboys turn Diggs is here. A lot of money was changed whenever uh, hmm. Shams came on earlier. Any other movement in the NBA draft for this evening? So it's kind of settled back down as far as the draft. It got all the way up to, we saw it like 900. Uh, it settled back down on all sports books around 300. Um, and then the, the Twins are the favorites to go number four and number five oh, overall yeah. after Scoot and Brandon Miller. Um, then it's the Twins. Are you talking about Amen and Asar? Asar? Yes, Amen is the favorite to go fourth, and then Asar is to go the favorite to go fifth overall. Amen for both of them. Yeah. Hell Honestly. yeah. Congratulations to the parents. G-Leaguers. 14-year NFL vet Pac-Man Jones is here. Shout out, Pac. How's it going, pal? What's all this talk about this West Virginia football team going on? I don't know, man. But we hitting them shots, so I'm going with the shots. Yeah, the universe says we're winning. The Natty. universe said we're going to win. The talk about West Virginia is that they've been absolute dog shit for the last five, Whoa. six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. So that, that's what the talk. Let's is. Let's go to the five energy phone line here before we get our big perk on the show. Cannot wait to chat with him about tonight. Let's go to Jack in Chicago. Jack, what's going on, pal? Oh no! Again, not again. Oh, no. Let it go. We have to listen. Yeah. Let me see if he. 
confesses to murder or something. It's not going to work the day of, though. It's probably not going to work. What about the next day? This right. doesn't work for a second. We'll try it again next June T and see what happens. Oh, the hang up on this guy. Wait a minute. What are you yeah. going to do? What is he playing? Where was he? Where might be a parade. He, he might be supporting the festival. Let's what, remember. What Where city? We support in the city. He's in Chicago. He's in Chicago. <laughs> okay. Come on, Z. He might have been going. He might have been setting up a parade. I hope so. Yeah, me too. Jesus Louise, what we the... need not do that anymore. When you call in, don't be talking to other people. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, get ready. What was that the other day? The person was with a psych, like a, yeah. a therapist. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's not working, dude. We're gonna find out about somebody cheating on somebody. I mean, it's gonna happen. Oh yeah. yeah. How am I gonna tell her, bro? <sighs> That was uncomfortable. Or we're going to hear somebody cheating on somebody. Oh, they're gonna put, You know, why they're waiting on hold and they think they're still on hold. Oh, and you think they're going to try to do a little slip-de-doo-dah, yeah, slip like, hey, Jeffrey Tubin. He's got a mic in Indianapolis. I know Mike's not up to any of the fuckery. What's going on, Mike, on the 5 energy phone line? Pat Boyce, Connors Mullet, how we doing? Hey, he's nice, moving. like this. He's he's talking to us right now. Yeah. Not to anybody else about a parade maybe planning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so a little baseball talk, but not really. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mike. Hold on, Mike. We have to get this. Right, Mike. I think I got this. I'm thinking Jackson I'm Tampa. Sorry, I, we got to put you back on hold. I'm uh, so sorry, Mike. I'm worried about Chicago. Jackson, everybody keep eyes on Jacks around Chicago this weekend, please. Joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, is a man that was drafted out of high school in the first round in wow. the first round of the NBA. He's obviously become an electrifying analyst on ESPN every single day. His voice is synonymous with hilarious takes. Some people think he's racist. We think he's awesome. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Big Park Enterprise. Richard Jefferson. Again? Richard Jefferson's not racist, I don't think. Oh. No, I'm not. I'm not. But that was the hell. That was the best intro I have ever heard. Can you someone send me this? That can someone no. send me that persona? No. All right. Listen, I'm passing to the phone to the least attractive member of our studio crew. Oh, Perk, you didn't deserve that big sexy. I know people like the big, big Perk. Everybody knows that. <laughs> hey, Perk, what's going on, man? How are you? Big draft day. What are the vibes? Are you guys in a production meeting? You got big, big night tonight? Are you on TV for 10 hours? What do we got? Well, well, no, no, I'm actually not on on TV for ten hours, but I do have to work four hours with Richard, with, which makes my damn skin crawl. But it's part of part of it. He's a coworker. Yeah, I understand that. Dog ears. Dog. People yeah. say that about me whenever they got to work with me. Richard Jefferson came on the program the first time. Tank top. Yep. Yeah. Remember, look good, look shop, look yeah. shop, probably yeah. jock. I didn't get the memo. I didn't get the memo, but the next time I will. No, no, <laughs> not one. This man in a tank top. Dude, his head popping into the screen, a Pam Pam thing. I mean, that was fantastic. Next time, though, he didn't wear one because I think he was told he's not allowed to, Perk. So mm-hmm. don't get yourself in any trouble. I mean, that's on you. That's not on us. He's in the principal office. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Red carpet. Come on up to the carpet. Uh, we have a question for you. Draft out of high school to the NBA, obviously. And right now, a lot of the conversation around NBA drafts is like the projected ceiling of this player. What's the projection of this person? He can't shoot now, maybe as good as somebody else. But in two, three years, because of how young guys get drafted, they can really develop. For you, how important is that? And how do you find out who is potentially going to be able to develop and who's not going to be able to develop? Is that easy to figure out or difficult? Well, well, well I think it, well, I think it all plays a part of where you get drafted. If you get drafted in the lottery, then they have, they have a high ceiling for you and you're now projected to do big things. But if you're a young guy getting drafted 
you know, late first round. Now, they didn't have some successful late first round guys that have become MVPs, uh, all NBA players. But, you know, it's all about finding your niche. Once you get outside of the lottery, it's all about finding your niche because a lot of people, a lot of young guys have a problem with uh, changing their role, right? Because from every situation each guy that came from, they was the man. Hell, I was the man. I broke all Shaq records in Texas. I averaged 20, 29, Ooh. 16, I mean, I'm not trying to brag here, Pat. No, I'm not so. trying to brag. I'm just keeping it real. Make it a case. Make it a case. Basketball, you know, it, it is what it is. But when I got to the league, I had to realize that's not who I am. And it takes a, a mentor. Like, I had one in Danny Ainge and, and Doc Rivers to tell me, hey, Perk, look, you this needs to be your role. You can either try to be an all-star and have a short NBA career, or you could be the best version of yourself and play 10-plus years. So I took their advice, and I ended up playing 14. Hell yeah, congrats, and now you crush it on TV. Buying in is a real thing. It happens in all professional sports. Mm -hmm. I'd assume as teenagers coming into the NBA when there's only so many spots, has to happen as well. Go ahead, AJ. Perk, uh, the number one pick tonight, obviously, Wemby. Everyone's talking about him like the perfect prospect, saying, doing all the right things. How do you think, how do they build a team around him that kind of suits his talents the best? Well, was hard. I mean, one, he's seven five or seven three, whatever five, it is. Seven, he, five. He, yeah, seven five. He could tie his damn shoes standing straight up <laughs> with his long arms. And I just think with him it's like, okay, do you go out and get a traditional point guard to be able to set him up? I think that's the first step. Right, you go back to the traditional point guard, the guys like Jason Kidd, Rajon Rondo, Chris Paul, right, to set him up to get the ball to him in his right spots so he's able to flourish. Now, you know, because of his skill set, and we didn't seen him give people the heads, the in and outs, the step back three point shots. So it's not hard to really fill in the gaps when you have someone this skilled and this talented. So, like, like for example. We us us two maybe RJ and and maybe we'll take Stephen A for example. We could go fill in the gaps around him and we probably could contend for a title. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, a, yeah. Hey AJ's tough in the paint. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I could tell. I could tell. I could tell. He's real strong in the neck. Yeah. He's yeah. real strong in the neck area. I could tell. Yeah, he's from Ohio. I assume you can figure that out when you look at his face. It's like a home plate right here, just perfectly chiseled. <laughs> and then the neck, the neck. He's ready to fuck some people up if mm -hmm. he has to, but also yeah. incredibly athletic. He, oh, yeah. That's he's right. smacking, the, you know what I mean? Yep. He's smacking the wood. We'll give you some minutes, but it does appear as if everybody that knows basketball, I don't know who that person is. I don't know how many years they played in the NBA. It's right over your left shoulder there. But everybody that knows basketball, even the ex-players that could potentially be a little jaded, right, and say, like, this guy, like, fuck this guy, fuck this guy. Yeah. Everybody's saying the same exact things. It, Wemby is just different, huh? This is just a different situation? He's, I'm sorry, Pat, what you said? Even it sounds like nobody is like hating on Wemby in the basketball world. Like LeBron, you can okay, you can. It's like what, that. I mean, what like what can you say about him? The only thing that the only concern that you can have is that he's seven five, and we saw what happened with guys like Yao Ming. You know how how like doable is he gonna be available for us? His injuries, his bodies his body and things to that nature. But 
You shouldn't have no concerns. Anybody that watch him play, what concerns do you have? He has an excellent skill set at seven five. He can shoot the damn basketball. And this is the ma- the amazing part about Wimby to me. His shot blocking ability. And I'm not talking about around the basket. I'm talking about the way he's able to cover cover ground and like block shots at the three point line. That is very, very impressive. He can anchor a defense all by himself. He's probably going to be the only guy in the NBA that could guard the pick and roll and the paint at the same time and don't be involved in either one of them. That's just on both sides of it. I assume that is the dream amongst you guys that are six. How tall are you? I'm six, eight and a half, but I I lied a lot because I I wore three pair of socks. To, to, to get about two inches and orthotics. Okay. You know what I mean? So I always tell people I'm six, ten, ten and a half, but I'm really six, eight. Yeah, and I wear cowboy boots. You know what I mean? I wear cowboy boots and I'm <laughs> six, four. You know what I mean? So I understand where you're coming from. But let's say you're lying with the orthotics and the multiple socks. You're six, ten. He has seven inches on him. Yeah, like absurd. He, so I, I would assume that's the thing. Like if I was seven, five, if I was seven, five, and then here comes a guy who is seven, five, and it seems like he understands it all too. Like what he's been blessed with, what he has the capability of doing. It seems like he is wise beyond his years. I can't wait to watch him. Pac-Man has a question for you, Big Perk. What up, Big Perk? What's up, Pac? What's up, baby? Hey, what would be your best advice to, for him to buy first? He's fucking six five. I mean seven five. Is it a car that he can fit in? I'm just trying to. I'm, I just want to know. First check. Yeah. I want to know because I, I, I'm just saying. Shaq, all his cars are like uh, Bjorks. what? Bjorks. Right. So, Pac. First of all, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna text you so I can send you my address so you can actually send me that pack, okay? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> hey, it's good. But, it's good, uh-huh. Perk. Yeah, yeah, but but, but then secondly, secondly, he shouldn't be driving no damn car. Like, if I was, see, yep. look, people knew, I, I guess the, you know, the high powers knew not to bless me with a real elite skill set and make me that guy. <laughs> Because it's nowhere in hell I will be driving any damn well. Hell, I don't even know if I will be walking anywhere. I probably I probably will be getting carried around. So I don't want to hear about him driving in no car. I know he should have about 10 sprinters lined up. He should be getting shuffled around. Like, this guy is, like, he's, do you know how much money he's about to make the NBA? So the every, San Antonio Spurs. Hey, every single arena. We went to um we went to Pacers Mavericks last year towards the end of the year. Everybody was there for the, at that point for Luca. I mean, I didn't know that's how the NBA is. And I guess we got a taste of it with the Heatles, where everywhere we go, we sell out. And that's kind of how the NBA makes their business. But when we went to that Pacers-Mavericks game, it was like that entire place was there for the Mavericks. They were there for the Mm – Wemby is going to be an attraction in every single arena. He's going to be a billionaire, Perk. He's going to be – there's a real chance he's going to be a billionaire. Now, uh, last question, and this is a big deal, because there's another guy that could be a billionaire and seemingly – eating and fucking his way away from all of it. Ty has a question for you. Yeah, Perk, when you look at a guy like Zion, we've seen all the bullshit in the news and and know what's going on with him. And then everyone's saying that, hey, there's a chance that they're they're looking to move him. A couple different teams have been mentioned, but then nothing has really kind of come to fruition. Do you think the Pelicans are going to get rid of Zion? And is that the best possible scenario for his career? Like, does he just need to get the fuck out of New Orleans? Well, I've been said that the Pelicans need to move move on from Zion um, because they have started to develop a culture there 
uh, under Willie Green and David Griffin and the the young guys that they have that they drafted. Brandon Ingram is special. And Zion is never available. And we already know that he has a, a, a eating problem. He can't control himself because it shows throughout the course of the season. Every offseason, we, we praise him about Zion looks good. He looks in phenomenal shape. And as the year goes on, he continue to pick up pounds. And that's why he had those injuries. Now, with everything else transpiring with the off-the-court issues, wow. that's a whole nother situation. Here's the problem that a lot of young guys have in, in today's game. They think that the NBA needs them. The NBA don't need a damn person. Let me explain why. I watched Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Kobe Bryant, what? Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, uh, Allen Iverson. What? We watched all those guys retire and walk away from the game. And guess what? The NBA just keeps going. And so when I when I when I look at what Zion is doing along with Ja Morant, those guys really need to have a wake up call, man. Like because it could really be over for them. It could really be to a situation where it's like, man, that kid had uh, so much potential. He could have been one of the best to ever do it. But you know, his off they off the court action. So guess what? If Zion don't get it straight in his next destination, because I believe that the Pelicans will trade him eventually. If he don't get it right, I'm going to say the same thing that I said about Ja. They both could find themselves out of the league. Yeah, it's crazy because in the NFL, it's like uh, you're a piece of gum. You know, when your flavor's up, guess what? Actually spitting it out. And then just go and get another one. And that one is going to be more profitable than it's ever been Uh because the way the NFL is going. Same with the NBA. I hope they realize that. Sometimes it's too little too late. I think for both of them, they got a shot. Let's go, Zion. Come on, boys. Let's go, John. Real quick, but but can I add this? Let me add this point. I want y'all to look at the way that the NBA is trending. Our last, what, five MVPs have been international players. Yeah. Jokic, Jokic, Giannis, Giannis, MB, no particular order, okay? When you look at the top seven players that are in the game today, four of them are international players. We're talking about the NBA draft today. The guy that's going number one, the guy that we that's going to be selling out of Rangers, Victor Wimbanyaba, international players. We have to realize that the competition is deep and the international players are taking over the game of basketball. And my grandpa always used to tell me, iron sharpens iron. And so if we don't get it together, guess what? If I'm a GM of a team, I'm putting all my faith, all my trust into go get an international player that's seven foot that I know is going to do the right things, that's that's not going to cause distractions outside of basketball, that's going to be available, that's going to make sure he's a true professional, and I could give him the keys to this Rolls Royce, and he's going to drive it, and he's not going to get stopped by the police. And he's going to park it and hop in a wooden crate four feet behind a horse's ass yeah. in Serbia. <laughs> that's real deal. Park, that's a yeah. great take. That's a great conversation, actually, right. to see how the NBA goes yeah. and projects. We can't wait to watch you tonight. You crush it. Please tell Richard Jefferson we said hello and the whole crew. I, I, I will not. I will not. Okay, perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, okay. Big Park. Right. Appreciate right, you. Yeah, Park! 
that is interesting to think about. Yeah. yeah. The it's valid MVPs are all international players. Yeah. yeah. And the top seven, like you said, you throw Luca in there. It's crazy. Those four really are the top. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like the same thing with Jokic that we're talking about with Wembenyana. Like you can see his, <laughs> you can see like his what mindset. Are you okay? I'm okay. Park needs, Park needs to say his name a hundred times. Today. He does. Yeah. It's a tough name to pronounce. It they is. need to figure out how to get Perk in a position to say Wembenyamba. 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 Wembenyamba a hundred times on ESPN. Need it. If they don't do that, I will consider this draft a fail. But those international guys, like coming from not growing up in the U.S., like you can see how like basketball does come first. Like they care about basketball yes. more than all the other bullshit, and that's why seen, those guys have been so successful. We just seen it was in the dresses the other day playing basketball. What was that? What was Monks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The guys. Yeah. yeah. And that they is did. basically international number one for them too. They had some fucking skills. Dude. <laughs> they they're all wearing the same dresses though. Yeah. They're they're balls. It's them them being able to realize who they're auditioning it to oh, without yeah. basketball. Because you see some guys in the NBA pass it to the bench. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These guys are all wearing the same exact dresses on the court and off the court, and they're fucking no look. Ah, yeah, always no. ah, that finish right there. Gary V. He would never let that layup happen. Now Gary's no fouling the shit out of that monk. Ooh, right? Send that oh, monk to hell. Oh, sure this, this isn't like but the N one tour. Yeah, just uh, put on these. That was is. not hot sauce. That was not the professor. <laughs> Look at the background. It's beautiful. That was <laughs> that was meditative. Matt the monk. Mm-hmm. Just Look fuckers. at the court. Is that grass? I yeah. thought they go monastery yeah, to monastery as a tour. Now this one teaching oh. the game. Yeah, but the oh, oh tips. What Sweet a follow. I'll tell you what, in the NBA, they're probably catching a couple elbows to the face. But nonetheless, really do appreciate the way these guys... Mm. And wait till they're introduced to Slam Ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'll change the game. <laughs> Shout out to these monks. Shout, Shout out. out to these monks. That international thing is the same as the G League, though, just to a bigger level. Because there's actually a shit ton of fans. And you're getting sure. that like hostile environment. The NBA doesn't care who where the players are coming from. Nope. You know what I mean? Nope. So, like, to Perkins' point about how, hey, let's, you know... For the good of like American basketball, almost let's like uh, tighten up and start doing a little bit more. It's like the NBA don't. If we're getting a guy from France who's seven foot five, unbelievable. Yeah, perfect. We don't care. Right. We get a guy from Serbia who's six foot eleven and can hit jumpers and everything like that, and doesn't even. I don't want to parade. Like mm-hmm. we'll get him. Yep. They don't care about it. All you're doing is bringing a new country in, yeah. uh-huh. and then NBA fans are still going to watch yep. the oh, ridiculous yeah. shit that's yeah. going on. It's fascinating time over there in the NBA. Hopefully they they will figure it out. Speaking of fascinating time, uh, two of the most influential and richest men on earth are going to fight each other in a cage in Las Vegas. Yes. Here we go. So Elon Musk was uh, proposed a question, I do believe, if he would fight uh, Mark Zuckerberg. He said, yeah, I'd fight him if he'd be down. And then Mark Zuckerberg came weaseling into his Instagram story and he <laughs> uh-huh. said, send me location. You know, because we know that Mark Zuckerberg is the man who was wearing flippy floppies yep. and founded Facebook while he was in a house in Harvard. Mm-hmm. And he got sued by the Winklevi. And during his lawsuits, he was saying incredibly clever things. And basically telling the world to go fuck themselves. That's right. He then found himself in a position to have more money than fucking God. He was running everything. He was controlling narratives for basically all of politics Mm -hmm. and all of life and everything like that with Facebook. And then he dabbled into buying Instagram and Meta and everything else so he can really have full world control. And it wasn't enough for him. No, no. He started getting bored with that. He started going surfing on lakes Uh while being all suited and booted, fighting against the sun. Who seemingly... 
an unbeatable opponent. Zuckerberg says, I got this son of a bitch. Started going on tours, speaking tours, had to testify in front of Congress a couple different times. Almost like he stepped away from the coding of the Facebook day-to-day operations in Instagram and Meta and everything else and started living. What he picked up was a black belt. That's right. No big deal. In jujitsu. Yep. You know, he had to go from the white belt to the blue belt, the orange belt to the brown belt to the black belt. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know if that's the proper order or not, but one of those orders. And every time he won up, he had to get beat by the belt by everybody else in his dojo. Uh-huh. Zuckerberg said, I can handle this. I took on the Winklevi. Now he's competing in tournaments. He's winning gold and silver in gi and non-gi. Woo. And now he's got some other fucking billionaire piping down his throat. What? You think Zuckerberg in his flip-flops and black belt and nothing else, dong dangling, was going to let Elon run his trap mm. without potentially putting him in an arm bar or breaking his neck? What? No way. Not a chance. These two bazillionaires are going to go at it. I like that these billionaires are choosing to do this as opposed to the British billionaire that put himself in a tube. Sure. And went two miles deep into the ocean. Cool. We are here for the five foot seven, 146 pound whiz kid who's worth 100.9 billion US dollars what? fighting a 5'11, 160 pound South African alien. Mm-hmm. Of course. Worth $245.9 billion, either pre or post his Twitter buy. Remember, that lost a bunch of money. Seemingly doesn't matter. These two are going to battle. We're going to watch. And I can't wait for it, AJ Hawk. Do you, you think it actually happens? Yeah. No, 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 yeah. Certainly. What? Yeah. Uh, Vegas Octagon, I have this great move that I call the walrus, <laughs> where I just lie on top of my opponent and do nothing. You would think that with that type of move, he would be massive. But I assume in the tech world, it's a bunch of small, tiny people. Exactly. With big brains. That's mm-hmm. what we have to take into account, because every time Elon's pictured with somebody, yeah. he's looking down at them. Mm-hmm. He's five foot eleven. Yep. Is that what he's listed at? He looks yeah. 6'4". He only, he's only so 160 pounds, really? He was 6'1", really? and then 5'11", and then uh, he just lost 40 pounds on the Ozempic diet recently. Okay. Well, the Ozempic is not a diet. I don't know. The Ozempic <laughs> is a medication that uh, kind of just crushes your appetite as if it's at 375 atmospheric pressure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's genius. Just like that kind of uh, appetite suppressant or whatever. Sorry about that. I couldn't think of the word. I don't think these two will fight, but goddamn, I'm pumped about know. it. Yeah. How about Dana White doing this one when they're doing a stand mm-hmm. That'd be perfect. Boys, come on. And Honestly, I think it could, it could happen. I think it could happen now. now that would be a huge seller on pay-per-view. Yes. Are you the amount of people yes. that would buy that That's thing? going on Facebook Live and Twitter Live. Yes. Yep. yep. For sure. And they should sell it. Then. Is it an MMA fight, though? It'd be MMA? Has to be. Yeah, yeah fight the cage, yeah, because yeah. the walrus wouldn't be allowed in boxing. No. Nope. No. And, you know, you can act like you're going to do the walrus, but Elon might want to look at a couple videos. He's going to be on his back because Zuck has one of the most explosive single leg takedowns I've ever (laughs) seen in my life. I saw him get that guy down real quick. Yep. Unbelievable. Seemed like it was moving in slow motion, but that's what jujitsu is. It's an art that takes time and patience. Yep. And that's what Zuck's known for. Is he going Mm -hmm. gi or no gi? I think they're both going to be completely nude. Yeah. Tarps off. Yeah. Okay. Everything off. I didn't know if... I didn't (laughs) Speedo fighting? Elon's definitely got the moxie advantage for sure. Yes. Yeah, but Zuck is quite calculated. I don't know. Dude. Have you heard about his sexual encounters? What? Is that trying to the repopulate walrus? the earth? Yeah. What's going on? That's part of the walrus. He's, he's trying to have like as many kids as he can. His dad just had a kid at like eighty years old. Yeah, he's he exactly. wants to re, he wants to continue to put more people he's on many many throuples and 
couples. All right, so he's boning and spreading seed. What does that have anything to do with the octagon where Mark Zuckerberg has already won medals? And if the social network tells us anything, he'll sit right in the pocket. That's right. He'll chew his gum. He will not care about anything that you're saying. I I think Mark has the mental edge, actually. Absolutely. And he brawls. The entrance, though, Elon, buy a million. Mm -hmm. Sure. Elon by we're lights. Yeah. Jetpack. It's coming maybe. down from space. What do you mean? It's going to be a yeah. Dallas stadium. It's going to come down from space and fly in through the top. Jerry Jones involved in this? Yes. Now yeah. we're talking. They said Vegas, but I mean, if Jerry World's opening up. Yeah. And Dana's potentially in there doing the way. We got to go. We have to go if it happens. We need to go. I forget about the uh, alien part. Yeah. yeah. 100%. One of these guys are coming in an Iron Man suit, by the way. Absolutely. Probably both of them. Actually, Zuck's walking in old school. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's no music, man. No music? His, no. Him and his gi, probably. He's there for business. Flip flops. Yeah. It's going to look like UFC 1. I could Zuckerberg's walking. I could see him sprinting, a lot of not even motion. walking, just full sprint. Uh, whenever this happens, we're going to go. Yeah, yeah we are. We and when we go, we're going to get our tickets from SeatGeek. Hell yeah. The greatest ticket buying platform on planet Earth and the, the moon. moon. That's right. If live events start happening on the moon, which seems to be inevitable at this case, you would want to buy your tickets to those events through SeatGeek because SeatGeek is the greatest ticket buying platform that has ever been created. Mm-hmm. SeatGeek scans every single ticket to make sure you're not getting catfished or fucked over. No, no. And they actually tell the truth about the tickets too because they scan the entire internet. Yep. And they give you a little green dot that says, hey, good ticket, good price right here. Yep. Go. Give you a yellow dot. It's like, eh. Mm-hmm. And then a red one's like, you're getting fucked, but if you need a ticket. This ahead, is yeah. certainly a ticket. Grab it. They try to keep it as real as possible, and they were able to survive two years of no live events, pretty much. Yep. And that's for good reason. They have a good business, what? good people, what? and we appreciate the hell out of them. Yeah. And if this fight takes place on the moon, oh baby, yeah. Elon and Zuck, which could take place, we'll buy our tickets to that through. I would not be going with y'all if it's on the moon. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The whole, we just learned with this Titanic. Yeah. 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 Yep. Possibly that's Mars. Also, but we still could buy the tickets. That's also a two. Space is safer. Is it? Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. More people have been there than True. down in the ocean. Oh, no. For what reason? Oh, no. Here we go. I'm not getting into this. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Not today. Anyways, SeatGeek still has the 15% off all NFL tickets link live in our description right now. We are just... 77 days away from NFL football. Now is a good time to buy a gift of an NFL ticket. What? Maybe plan ahead with an NFL ticket. What? Oh, that September 11th game in New York. Oh, yeah. That's going to be electrifying between the Jets and Buffalo. Oh, yeah. And if you start looking at the schedule, there's some sweet, hey, let's go to that. Mm-hmm. Let's go to that. You should buy those tickets now through SeatGeek. Use the link in our bio, and 15% will be automatically applied to your purchase on all NFL tickets. Shout out to SeatGeek. We appreciate the hell out of them. Yeah. That's good leverage media right there. Hell so yeah. So good. That's the name of the company that sold that deal. Mm-hmm. Ticket Stooge. Great company. He's doing it. Yeah. yeah they got great leverage. Yeah, it's like AJ Hawk in the hole. The more and more information we hear, the more and more we believe those guys are dead. Bobby yeah. Oh, they're so oh, dead. Wait, was it a question? It's confirmed now. What do you mean? We didn't know the stamina, you know. Of these humans that just say it imploded. Out. It imploded. They didn't. They, that wasn't guaranteed. That was just yeah. Implosion was being implied there right. at the beginning. Now it is yeah. being confirmed by passengers, family members, and others. Debris discovered within the search area of the missing Titanic submersible has been addressed, assessed to be from the external body of the sub, according to a memo reviewed by CNN. So it has been. They, if you could go down the bottom of the ocean in that boat, I was just. I think say. you think about it. Yeah, that you know what I mean? Sick. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Pack, I mean, I'm not doing it because I don't fuck with water. I had a Me hole either. in my eardrum for too long. 
But if, if we would have been told that that was the boat that they went down there and a billionaire was involved in four others or whatever, we'd have been like, okay, I mean, dumb, not the way I would spend my time or money, but must be bored do their thing. <laughs> when we learned about this little minivan tube yeah. mm -hmm. where there's no seats or comfort or anything. What? Changed. And they're just signing up to go down there with a $29 remote control. Yeah. I lost all empathy. These fuckers are dumb. Well, no that certification or anything either. They're just basically winging it kind of. Yeah, signed a waiver and then just left. They're yeah. dumb. It's very stupid. Mm -hmm. That's a dumb group of people. And then Mike Rice, who's a former animator, writer, producer of The Simpsons. Mm. I guess he went down in this exact thing last year. And then the last episode that he was a part of was actually when The Simpsons had one of those things go underwater. It had a window and it was a little bigger. Homer was piloting it. And then it crashes, obviously. And that's like the 50th thing that The Simpsons have gotten exactly down to a detail. But we're not asking any more questions about that guy being a time traveler for sure. Mm -hmm. No for doubt sure. about it. For sure, AJ. For sure. How's he know? Something's up. Something is up with him. Yeah. We should maybe, maybe does he know the people that were hiding behind the forklift in the backyard when the alien spacecraft landed? But there's probably an episode of somebody telling a story about an alien being hidden in the backyard and everything yeah. like that. Probably. The Simpsons predicted the Titanic submarine situation. Obviously, there's Titanic boat split in half, although it does have pirate ship flags in there. There isn't enough. And then ox oxygen low on the Simpsons. And I guess they would be able to say, yeah, you just make a bunch of jokes about everything you're going to hit inevitably. We have a video that has hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of millions of views. Yeah. No shit. That's, one, that's the biggest video we've ever made. By far. Of just like laying out all of the Simpsons happenstances. Something's up. Something's up. Switcher doesn't work. We can't change it. Okay. Oh, nice. This is the last day with this switcher, by the way. We were promised. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So it just kind of went out on its own thing. Just saying goodbye. Yeah. The company. No, I'm not getting into it. Let's go to the phones. They know. They basically said, uh, you guys are going to have to have like four to five more fuck ups for us to, you know. Oh, really? Oh, is that it's right? like, well, every time, it every time it fucks up, we're live. You know, so that's four to five more times of mm -hmm. it just not working. Right. Yeah, but if you reset and push this, that should fix what you're doing. And then, no, it doesn't. And this is the world we live in. We obviously adapt and overcome, and we appreciate everything. But it is a bit of a nuisance whenever yeah. you expect one thing and get another. But this is the life that we chose to live. AJ, we're lucky to do it. Yeah, we're very lucky. I mean, so what? Now we just need two or three more times on air, and then, bam, we're going to get it uh, fixed? Now we're out of there. Yesterday, there was two. Like, I think sometimes I've gotten to the point where I try not to bring it up every time that it happens, mm -hmm. yeah, but there comes a time where he, they can't change the cameras or do anything. We're stuck on this. So, Oops. like, and we're, we're back. back. Has we're to back. be a joke. Okay. We're back. There we go. Back. There we go. Good right. work, boys. This is for... Oh, I don't know. Zuck and Elon to fight. Yeah. Yes. Boom. Come on. Who do you think's gonna win? Zuck. Yeah, I got yeah. Zuck as well. I hope they put pink slips up. Put Facebook and Instagram up. Put yeah. Twitter and SpaceX up. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. That'd be Why not? Perfect. Meet the drag strip. Go on and fight, boys. Oh shit! Bonus ball. Bonus you take Zuck against an alien. Yeah, what happens if he chokes him out? You said and he's face an opens. That's the problem. You don't think Zuck is? Jesus Christ. No, is, I, is Elon doing no, jujitsu? No, but he is an alien, though. Yeah, I guess could, that's what. I watched that movie. I know what Zuck is. He could upload it. Yeah, that movie would be a great way to say this is not a robot. You know? That's right.
This is how it worked. Kind of Did sad. it? Kind of <laughs> the Winklevi. I don't know. It's kind of just very whiny the whole fucking time. <laughs> but maybe that's what they wanted him to look. Yeah. That's Did you hear him say, send me location? Like, mm-hmm. like he doesn't know. Remember the barbecue sauce in his house? From track, Khabib. His, track his Facebook, Elon. Yeah. Elon? Pretty easy. What'd you say, pal? It's from Khabib. He's copying Khabib, what he did to Connor. It's Khabib. Prick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is. He's right. Oh, no. They're not fighting, boys. No, no. It was out of three, remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same, same rules as West Virginia. Or four. All right, this one's for the boys to fight. Let the billionaires fight. Let the boys Go. fight. Let the boys fight. Put the boys in a cage. Then lock that place down security-wise, because we do not need to lose both of them at the same no, time. No, we don't. That'd be terrible. That'd be interesting if they were marketing the two of the most powerful people on earth were at the same spot at the same time. I, that seems... UFC President Dana White claims he has spoken to Zuck and Elon about their cage fight, and they are dead serious. Look for this to be a part of UFC or yep. whatever. Holy yep. shit. Out of baby, Dana. Where'd he get in there? Keep it going, Zuck Dana. looks like a southpole. He's southpole? How he's, how he's holding his fist right there. He's ambidextrous. Yeah, yeah he goes both ways. Oh. <laughs> it should be a fight to the death. It is. Should be. Why not? I mean, and let's not. You know, Dana. I know UFC is going to get involved, but kicks to the dick should be allowed. Let them do yeah. whatever they want. Yeah. Eye gouges. Yeah. Doesn't need to be sanctioned. Not a sanctioned event. No. Don't test them. Let them do whatever. Extreme they want. rules. We're gonna give. A, we're gonna reach out to our source here, see if we can get a little bit more information. Let's go. This is for these boys to fight. That's yeah. right. Let the boys. Yes. Ah, got another one. Got another yeah, one. yeah, yeah. You got one on this side. You got one on this side. It's the new logo for the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Sweet. It's great. You don't like it, AJ? I love it. I don't know how it's different from the old one. I You're guess right. you mean from the little the elf? It's fan created. Brownie. Whoa. Brownie. Brownie was never the official deal, though, I feel like. What do you know? Not not much, obviously, about the Cleveland Browns and the logo. Do you know if Elon is going to fight Zuck or not? I I would bet Elon is up for the, for it for sure. Yeah. If I make us a fight, oh no. Yes. Sorry about. It. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it wasn't really me. It was the universe. Yeah, it was. That's a bummer. That might mean they are fighting. Oh, two more over here. That's too far to walk. There's a whistle. That's gone. It's calibrated. Oh, yes. Oh! Great throw. Threw that thing pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That's maybe the best I've thrown that ball. It was impressive. Unfortunately, we need a new backboard now. It's hard to play catch with that ball, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson said, hey, you know what? Throw this and go get it. It's like a... Uh, it's like a... Uh, what's that Australian thing? Boomerang? But it never comes back. Yeah. Yep. Never once seen it come mm-hmm. back. Whistle ball. Oh. <clears throat> right trajectory. That sounded great. Let's go to the phones. It's over. They're not fighting each other. Damn it. Yes. Get legs. Yeah. Oh. Did that go? That went in, didn't it? Couldn't tell. No, I hit the bottom. Could have stole it, maybe. <laughs> Could have said it did, but I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. No. Still two footballs. Why would you throw that nuclear warhead? This one? Yep. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Somebody asked me if this is a double donger. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> tough, tough son of a bitch if it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amen. 
is a missile from the USS Bofin, Pearl Harbor, Hawaii. I don't know if this was actually used on the boat, but it's certainly a, uh, a commemorative item to shout out Pearl Harbor. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Shout out Pearl mm-hmm. Harbor. Remember Pearl Harbor. Ain't that right, Nick? Yeah, it's, yeah. some leftover scunion right there. Nick, when you saw this, you said Pat needs it? it yeah, immediately. <laughs> Thank you. It's a hell of a bullet. Yeah. It's actually a water bottle. What? what? No shit. <laughs> Holy fuck. Wow. Are you kidding me? That thing's awesome. Didn't expect that. Can you bring it on an airplane? Bring it on your sub. If you want to. TSA? If you want to get arrested. You can take it on your submersive, I think, and then. Oh! I don't have one. Remember last time you had something out of there before you washed out the metal? Good call. Now, where do you dump that? That's a. I mean. What? Pretty thorough cleanup. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to. Don't you think it was what good? was in there? Yeah. What was in there? The you metallic. Just don't want that metallic taste? Yeah. No, ah. it's not the metallic taste. Do you remember? I, I drank chunks of something. Yeah. What about oh, the top part? Well, yeah, using the top part. Was that this part? Not the other part. Yeah, this thing. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh, I bet that's delicious. <laughs> Drinking out of a fucking missile, bro. Nick, I think I'm going to take this with me everywhere I go. Can you drink through the you top of the, of the missile? Whatever you do, don't take it through there. Oh, if you could just pop off the top of that. Can you drink that right, right there? Does it drink through there? So I, think oh, I'm, no. I think I'm putting it in the back pocket. Oh, where are you putting that? Huh? What are you doing? What's that? Where are you going with that? Oh, <laughs> fuck. Jeez. If someone runs up on you, you can slit their throat with oh, that fuck. thing. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought, dude. <laughs> there you go. So cool. Oh, that thing is awesome. <laughs> and, oh, look out behind you. Hello! Oh, there's something in there. Ugh. I didn't get it all out. <laughs> you should always rinse out. You should always rinse out bottles you're going to drink out of. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we learned today. Run through the dishwasher one It's just time. like dust and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I drank out of that thing once. Chipped my tooth. It's like, what is it? That was it? tough. Yeah, it was a little rock. Let's go to Ryan Denver, 5-Hour Energy Phone Line. You know, today's been quite a day. What do you want to talk about, pal? Boys, how we doing? Keep it moving. Big, uh, big Packer fan out here. Just curious um, what you guys think, how different things would be if we would have hired old buddy boy John Dorsey or Elliot Wolf instead of the, you know, big dude, Goody, who... Whoa! We don't know! Easy. Ty, you ever think about what ifs back in the day for the Green Bay Packers? Nope. Pass that. All right. Let's go to Brandon in Chico, <laughs> California. Chico, I believe, is the home. Of the former Packers quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. What do you want to talk about, Brandon? Uh, Pat, Pack, AJ, boys, how you doing? Keep it moving. Nailed it. Nice. Hell yeah. So I got uh, three quick things for you guys. Three. Jeez, right. Number one, it'll be quick, I promise. Well. Number one, free Gumpy. Oh, yeah. I like that. There. Yep. Number two, uh, when the Broncos start winning games, can we please get Sean Payton back on the program? Friend of the program. He is friend of the program. He is. Yeah. Good on it. Yeah. And then the third one, uh, this one really keeps me up late at night. I want to talk about two things of uh, AJ Hawk's Five th- favorite things smoking cigars and peeing in bottles under his desk. Yeah. Oh, AJ, man. have you ever burned your dong with a cigar while peeing in a bottle under your desk? Great question, Brandon. Thank you for bringing up things that we haven't brought up. Mm-hmm. Is that something you've ever done? Have you accidentally ever confused a bottle for a lighter? I mean, I appreciate this guy's creativity, but no, I do not pee under the desk, and it would be impossible. To somehow drop ashes on my dong. You That'd just, be, I don't know how that would kind of just. You did just while he was asking that you did drop an ash, and I pictured that you probably had your dong out, so I assumed you just <laughs> dropped an ash on your dong. 
Hey, so hold on. What happened? Do you think I would react a little bit if that did happen? No, you're tough. No. Yeah, you're way tougher you're right. than Thank people you, who go you're to right. the hospital for hail. I also assume Thank the you. tip of your penis is just so charred from so many ashes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> dropping on there that you don't even feel it anymore. You're callous. I think that that's a good spot for us terrible. to leave. I think that's a good spot for the show to end. Don't you think? I think so. Yeah. I think that about covers. I think we've really cracked, yep. really cracked the case here. Touch yep. every corner. All right, big shout-out to Perk for joining us. <laughs> big shout-out to Shams for joining us. Oh, yeah. Kirk Herbstreet. Yes. Herbo. Love Herbie. It's been a hell of a week. Tomorrow we got Feel Good Friday. Let's uh, be a friend, tell a friend something nice, shall we? Yeah. Absolutely. Always. All right, goodbye.